Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. about this. Report to the chat room. 
to that padded hand. You wanna be there early and beat the caravan. People storm in the gate to get a plate. Them lines packed like the happy land. Either open up with the latest cuts or them rap tools. The bump by the latest trucks. From 9 to 11, we do it in the dark. Like we used to do it in the park for the most part. From the very second that the show starts, you witness and compose off, think both are cut. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do the they sharp. Man, they so saw. Don't be thrown off any so law. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are!
there's a, a, a level of misrepresentation by melanated people that, that is unprecedented, but I'm not trained to, to look at the problems and complain. You know what I mean? I, I'm only formatted to look at solutions. You know what I'm saying? And even if there was one or two people in the building represented, that's still a start, and we could build from there. So for members of KTL Empowerment that are in the Los Angeles area, they want to mention that it's a it's an entire weekend. They'll be here Saturday and Sunday as well. The tickets are um, about $60. You know, they're normally priced at four and change. Okay, this is your opportunity to rub shoulders with the industry heavyweights, ask questions, you know, be in their face, because this is where they come to make million-dollar deals. This is where the buyers are coming to buy for their stores for retail globally. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let me get a million pieces of that. Like, that's what's going down. So if you want to have the opportunity to be in proximity to industry titans such as that, you know, the Carnegie's of this time, you know, fuck your feelings. Sorry, I had to say that, you know. I know some people there are still in their hatred. Tamma, who are you talking? Look, man, just <laughs> don't cut it out. <clears throat> if you don't cut it out, learn how to play this game, buddy. Yo, huh. my walking stick is the new black dog in the hood. <laughs> That's a new LeBron mask. Should make Europeans feel so good and safe. You know, they'd be like, I love your stick. They're like, Moses had a staff. I'm like, damn right. <laughs> and that's it. And it's understood. You know what I'm saying? It don't be no long talk. It'd be like, shit, why not? Moses had a staff. I'm like, yeah. They understand it. They know what it is. A lot of people don't. Yeah. You know, we stay trying to figure it out. But nonetheless, like I said, this is a, a, a call being sent to people that want to play this particular game up close and personal and get vital information on the industry. If you have a product that you want to bring to market, this is the place that you need to be to, to find out how to go about doing that. There are people here that are product specialists. You know, they'll take your idea from conception all the way through. If you ain't got to roll with them, pick their brain for information get their cars, get their, their, their flyers, and look what's going on on their website, get ideas, learn get how to ideas. immerse yourself in the industry. Yeah, immerse yeah. yourself in the a, in a, in a industry and walk away with information. You don't got to sell your soul. You ain't got to go on the bed with the camera if you don't want to. But these are going to be your industry contemporaries if, you, if you've got plans to play on a real level. So you might as well, you know, many, lead them yeah. now. Meet them on neutral ground. You know what I'm saying? So meet them, see, see what this industry is about. See what the industry has to offer. See what, see how much money this industry is doing. You know, meet people that are in your direct market. See how they did this show. See if there's an up season opposed to a down season. The the show doubled from last year. You know what I'm saying? They got this shit yep. like spread in every conceivable spot where they have space in this convention center. There is a show being displayed as um, vendors vending product. You know what I'm saying? To major outlets. So this is not like just wholesale. I mean, to like Whole Foods, 
the people come and buy your product are the people that sell to Whole Foods and every other retailer across the world. You know what I mean? That's about a weight when it comes to this health food stuff. So it's like I'm coming to buy your joint, and I represent the warehouse that Whole Food comes and sells and buys from. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm um, Restaurant Depot. You know what I'm saying? Like I was here hustling conversations and dudes. It's like, you know, I'm in 20 Costco's. I just got started. Come on, B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, B. They're like, you know, I'm trying to hold, I'm trying to hold fool's thing out until I get up and rouse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what was me? You know what I'm saying? I'm not really playing that's, the game, but you know what I'm saying? That's I'm in a hundred rouse, you know. That's their they version of stunting is, you know, I'm, you know, I'm only in about three, uh, three dozen Trader Joe's and about four, four dozen Whole Foods. Yeah, we're nah, gonna move up and yeah, like, you can't, you can't. It's not equivalent because it's not stunting with them. Like that's not even amongst the contemporaries. That's not even. It's not even noteworthy. It's small accomplishments, and, and you mentioned it because. You achieved it, but you know what I mean? Like, you got your eye on the prize, and you really know what's being done in this industry. You're not going to gloat about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You 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 got a bike on the track, but your shit got tricycle wheels on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got a bike on the track, but you got tricycle wheels. So they, like... Nigga, your bike is in a box. <laughs> like, where y'all at? You know what I'm saying? You ain't even get this shit from Santa yet, let alone assembled and took the training wheels off. Like, you're still <laughs> on the naughty, but naughty and niceness. You know what I mean? Yeah, Santa ain't even like, this shit ain't even, Yeah, this shit ain't even come courtesy of Rudolph and him yet. You ain't even been dropped off, so. What I'm saying is that, man, this shit is getting tiresome to me, blowing his trumpet every week about what's available and, and you know, and, and what, what, what can be done. Not so much what needs to be done. I'm not blowing that trumpet. I'm like, what can be done? What is being done? That's what the open departments exactly. are, what the options are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm so far away from the complaining and, 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 you know, you can't whatever there's you speak, that's your, yeah, that's, that's, that's your projection. So if I'm sitting here complaining and that's the reflection I'm looking at in the mirror, I'm not, I'm not a complainer. I have nothing to complain about. I live in a world of overabundance. You know, I just need some goddamn help, some extra hands so we can tie this shit up. Mm-hmm. But that's know, exactly what's being revealed to me. And um, in the research that I'm doing, the immense research that I've been doing through the whole hibernation season from, um, you know, since I, stepped, since I got back into New York in September is the fact that, you know, going into the tech sector, studying tech and letting it take me around the world, showing me all of the opportunity. When I say the plethora or the plethora of opportunities that are at our hands, now that's your feet that are at your hand, that, uh, that uh, the flood that they spoke of during the Aquarian Age, the deluge of information and prosperity and abundance is actually occurring in real time right now. 
at this very single moment it is actually occurring. I don't know what exit or what, you know, what direction the uh the black consciousness movement went. I'm gonna just keep it, you know, I'm gonna you know, keep it real and hit y'all with the umbrella and just put everybody under the umbrella. I don't know what exit we got off at. I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure that one out. But that highway is real. Like it's really going down. Like you really could change you really could boss up and make monumental Garvey like hmm Elijah Muhammad plus Doctor York like moves if you organize your networks and really understood what is at our fingertips. And only you know the good part about my research is that I'm going to be able to present it. I'm, I'm not going to just sit on this. I've got to put it together. I'm going to be able to get up and go around the world because wherever our people are suffering, you've got to get this information. You've got to get this work. The stuff that you're seeing, you're seeing it for a reason. You're being programmed with a vision, you know what I mean, and you're, be, and you're being given an opportunity. You walk through portals that it's available, but these are doors. We're in the matrix. Everybody can't walk through certain doors. You're coming as a key maker, offering the family yeah. so many yeah. keys, so many keys so, to yeah. walk through let these me, doors. Let me say that. Yeah. Family, yeah. if you want to walk this weekend through this door, you got to email the KTL Empowerment. You know what I'm saying? All the serious inquiries. Like I said, it's the Anaheim Prevention Center. It pops off. It's like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. You know what I mean? You could get out here. Uh, with the, the, the four-wheeling, I can tell you how to do it on public transportation. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be worth your while. And like I said, I'm talking about thousands of vendors, multiple opportunities for you to, to get a plug. You know what I'm saying? Take a look. If you're dealing coke, this is the fucking Dominican convention, okay? If I can translate it in that language, if you need yeah, this was a big El, El Chapo was in the okay? building. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Right. you're going to meet him. That man, plug, pop the news, the plug. Yeah, they got keys on the table, and the shit is going wholesale. You need to get this plug, all right? If that's the only language you understand, then that's what's going on. You know, if you speak the language of business, then this is the opportunity to be in a room with, with Bill Gates and, and Warren Buffett, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you're a rap nigga, yeah, you could be in a forty forty with Jay Z, okay? That's what we talking yeah, about. Shout out to everybody that's gonna be participating in South by Southwest this week in Austin, Texas. If there's any Texas family out there, Atlanta, uh, Houston, Dallas, or you in the Austin area, please, if you got a few extra dollars, I know that everything is big in Texas. Y'all be holding. Y'all got y'all. Y'all got y'all. Y'all ones and whatnot. Go to South by Southwest. If you're into music, technology, sports, anything related to networking, go to South by Southwest. Bring your music with you. Bring your Google Glasses. Bring your cameras. Record all of that. Take business cards. Network and talk to the people. Come back to KTL Empowerment at Gmail. Send us the information as well. You know what I mean? Let us know what's going on. But definitely, if you're in that area, take full advantage of that. People have become millionaires after attending that uh, convention. Look it up. Google it. SFSW South by Southwest. It's, it's, it's been going on for years now in Austin, Texas. It is a powerful, powerful convention. Shout out to everybody that's going to be down there doing the damn thing. 
Um, salute, and I wish God all the luck and prosperity that is available. Yes, indeed. To the Mooney Twins, shout-out to everybody that joined us last Tuesday. Shout-out to Royal Network. Shout-out to Jennifer, Dorothy, um, Leon, you know, all the beautiful people that called in. Shout-out to the callers that didn't get their questions heard. You know, hopefully y'all reached out to them on, on, on your own. If not, you can also email some of those questions to uh, KTL Empowerment, and we'll pass them on. You know, like I said, boundless, boundless opportunities. You know what I'm saying? It's just a wonderful, wonderful space and place to be in. Um, and I'm going to continue moving forward. I'm going to continue jumping through these portals, opening doors. Um, shout out to Sister Butterfly, you know. Segment uh, I mean, yeah, segment Shabaka, my back. Playing her head, right? Be, nah, but let it be known because we have uh, the audience, students, they may be familiar with Madame Butterfly from the days when she oh, was doing yeah, Madame yeah. Butterfly. Yeah, segment Shabaka family is, is, is um, formerly known as Madame Butterfly, a previous incarnation. You know, she's a Scorpio, so... Like all of us Scorpios, we go through cycles and we go through personas. You know, we embody different people at different times. So that yes. sister that uh, you've been hearing on this program under the moniker Sekhmet Shabaka was formerly known as Madame Butterfly, um, notorious in the streets of NY in the uh, 07, 08, 09 era. So the family can um, uh, Google gossip her, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> get a full resume of some of her finer moments, you know. But um, you know, what I'm saying that's my people. So she's in the building. Um, she plugged me into a network. A lady called. Uh, she has a website called DNA Replicate. Sister Laota. She'll be coming on the program very shortly. She does DNA cleansing and um. DNA strand uh, 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 reconfiguration to the 44 strands. How about that? Wow. You understand me? Yeah, look that up. DNAreplicate.com. This is coming directly, Planet Genetic uh, Engineers. You know what I'm saying? And then just reading her story, man. There's some interesting things going on in this world. You know what I'm saying? There's some very interesting people out there, if nothing else. And this platform has the ability to, like, magnetize those people and pull them together. You know what I'm saying? This is really some Xavier School type of situation. Yeah. And another thing. So we're going to continue. No doubt. And yeah. what's the upcoming show that we're preparing with six Sister Shek Mech Sabaka? You can let it out. You can let the family know it's safe. Oh, yeah. She's going to be coming on the program actively campaigning for 10 co-ops. 10. Ten family, ten co-wives. Now, the, the 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 stipulations and the situations situated around that, I'm sure she's going to lay it out. Whether it's a polyandry or polygamous situation, you know, my thing is like this: if I got ten, <laughs> and they got you know, because they're going to be choosing. You know what I'm saying? You in the committee? the community and shit, you know what I'm saying, and you got 10, and you might have two or three that you really gravitate towards, 
you know, your shorties might be choosing. They might be good in terms of holding down the business, but they might need some companionship that you might not be able to offer at that time. But these are controversial topics, and they require a little bit of thought, you know what I'm saying, and, and some commentary. So we're going to get into it when, when, when the show gets put together, and it will be coming uh, very soon to the family. You heard? Yes, indeed. And um, while we're at it, I want to encourage any family that is in the Atlanta area and any family that we have in the Texas area, whether it may be between Houston and Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Dallas, and all of those surrounding areas, please, if you are interested in attending uh, a workshop, seminar, and a class by Nota Ledge, KTL, and our affiliates, send your email to Empowerment at gmail. That's K-T-L as in know the ledge, empowerment at gmail. Send us your contacts. We are actually creating that list. Um, we will be in both of those states very, very soon. So what we're going to be utilizing with this, we don't want anybody to miss out on um, the upcoming event. So we're going to be campaign. We're going to be marketing, campaigning these, uh, you know, these locations on, on the show and whatnot. I think Atlanta might be as early as next week. So for the family that's in the ATL area, the surrounding areas, hit me with your email. I'll be able to hit you with the location, the date, and the time, and we'll make this happen. Um, shout out to everybody who has been responding to the Business in the Box offer, the $50 Business in the Box Pro offer, where you can actually start your own business. I don't care. It doesn't matter what the business is, from small scale all the way to a large conglomerate corporation. Business in the Box Pro, Google it and look it up. It has all of the paperwork that you need, all of the forms, everything. I'm talking about from nuts to bolts all the way up. So we're doing that offer. We've had some people make an investment of $50 to get that. It's usually $200. And also our 20 for 20 book club. It started out as a 20 for 20 book deal. We got so many replies for that 20 for 20 deal, we started a KTL book club. So that's KTL Empowerment at Gmail. If you're interested in that, hit us up. You know what I mean? It's all love. We're here to empower y'all. We're here to hit y'all. And then also one of the biggest announcements that we have to make tonight, before I do forget, before we get into our show tonight, but I do have to make this monumental announcement. This right here is... Uh, you know, I think we got to get arms ready for this right here because this actually um, is called the power move. I want to give a special shout-out and a salute to my brothers, the Mooney Twins, okay, because the Mooney Twins went ahead and signed up to the FIDA Matrix Network, all right? So we have the Mooney Twins on board of the FIDA Matrix money train and nothing will be the same from this point on, all right? So please look forward to some powerful, powerful things coming from KTL Empowerment, mixed in with the Royal Network and the Mooney Twins, Wealth Portal. Um, we're definitely coming to a town near you. Like, that's that, that goes without a doubt, you know what I'm saying? We are going to take our show on the road. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to be able to bring this information about network marketing, affiliate marketing. We're not going to make it complicated and, and, and hard to figure out. We're keeping this 
we're, we're obeying the laws of K-I-S-S, which means keep it simple, silly, and uh, we're going to just make it plain and put it in front of the people's face. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So we'll be able to, you know, figure this stuff out, all right? So um, the Moonies are part of the uh, Feeder Matrix. Michael Singleton, I want to give you a shout-out, brother. You are definitely a legend. You know what I'm saying? We are, we're going to take this thing to places that, uh, you know, has never been seen. Also, all of the members of KTL, Feeder Matrix, the Feeder Matrix Money Train, all of y'all are legends. Look out for the webinars that we're going to be putting together. It's going to come directly from our YouTube channel. You can live stream off your YouTube page, so it will be Notalesh TV at uh, YouTube backslash Filthmore08, or you could just put Notalesh or KTL TV inside of the, U, uh, the YouTube search thing, and it will take you to our page. But everybody, you know, we'll hit y'all, everyone, through the email and let y'all know when we're doing this because it's time to do training, you know what I mean, so we could all be at level 8 by the spring equinox. That's my goal right there. My All of the 100-plus members, level 8 by the spring equinox, so we could all boss up, cash out, and go into this spring equinox this new year as new people with our fortune, you know what I mean, with, with our fortune-building attitude and our mind states all on the same page so we could move like a strong network and a unit, all right? And whoever needs help, whoever needs assistance, all of that is going to be available so just look out for the webinars. It's going to be very informative, chock full of information, you know, stuff that you could take so you could go sign up your friends and your family and your loved ones and get them on the money train. And then all of the other programs that are in the incubator right now, the other network um, and marketing and affiliate programs that we're basically, you know, it's on a, it's on a back burner, it's on a simmer simmer, you know what I mean, because it's waiting for this money train, this feeder matrix things to get everybody in the right position then we're going to introduce that. But uh, we'll talk more about that on Tuesday's show. Tuesdays is relegated to Feeder Matrix. That's KTL Empowerment Night. That's the night we deal with economics, fortune building, um, breaking that spell of the poor righteous teacher, implementing wealth consciousness, and all things prosperity and abundance. All right, so just look forward to that. Um, I think we're ready to start our show, though, Blue. Set it off. All right, family, the show is definitely, definitely going to be one for the ages. This is a topic that is very, wait, before we even begin, chat room is not open. What I want to encourage your family to do, um, damn, yeah, the chat room, well, just do this. If you're, on, if you're on your computer waiting for the chat room to open, what you could do is forward or share the link for the show tonight on all your social networks, your pages and stuff like that, you know what I mean, uh, you know, and um, just let them know to call in, 347-637-2135. They can listen via their phone or they can log on to the to the show. You'll be able to hear it off your computer. But this topic right here, right here, right here. Tonight we're going to be dealing with something that um, makes some people uncomfortable when you talk about it, you know, because... It's, it's a taboo topic, all right? We're going to be talking about homosexuality and the chemical effeminization of man, all right? So join us tonight on a monumental episode of KTL Radio. We welcome Dr. Dur- Curtis Duncan as he presents homosexuality and effeminization of men. 
During this show, Curtis will discuss the feminization of males and chemicals that are behind the reason why testosterone levels have declined. Impotence is increasing. Sperm counts are dropping. Men have smaller penises and increased birth defects. Chemicals are also behind the explosion of autism, HDHD, cancer, low libido, and more in men. These chemicals also decreasing the population of men and causing them to be gay. Happy. Not happy gay, but gay. Tell a girlfriend to tell a girlfriend. This show will be one for the record books. Yeah. And without any further ado, call us on the 770-292. Peace and welcome to Know That Is Radio. Greetings. Thank you again, uh, Red and Blue Pill, for having me on. So it's definitely a pleasure. Yes, indeed, brother. Hello. No doubt. Welcome. Welcome. Yes, Welcome. yes, indeed. I want to say greetings, first and foremost. Greetings to you and greetings to the, all, all the family of your radio show. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, all right. Um, do you want to introduce yourself to the uh, to the family tonight? I know this will be your first time. This is your inaugural episode in the classroom, but this is KTL University, so we have an audience of um, you know students of this information that gets disseminated every Tuesday and Friday. So I'm sure that they would love to um, you know be introduced to their professor for the night. <laughs> oh, thank you again. Uh, as uh, you mentioned, my name is Curtis Duncan. I'm originally from uh, Philadelphia. I currently live here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I got involved in holistic health and just health and wellness um, at age 18. Just kind of wanted to learn more about health. Didn't want to end up. Did not want to end up being a victim, like many family members dying of diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure. I just didn't believe it was natural for people to be sick. I never accepted that notion. And I also believed that, you know, life and death began, uh, because I was really heavy into Christianity then, life and, get, life and death began in the power of the tongue. So if you embrace the notion that, you know, when you get old and you get 60 years old and 50, you're going to be sick and have diabetes, heart disease, then that's going to be your reality. And I really didn't want that to be my reality. So... Just learned as much as I could about health and wellness and uh, and different chemicals that people are exposed to uh, and just anything anything and everything related to health. Uh, and I came across this information regarding endocrine disrupting chemicals just by again doing research uh, because I'm self-taught, been doing close, doing health research now for close to about a decade, uh, and came across came across this particular information just by doing some research on the Internet and researched how uh, different chemicals were feminizing more. And I never, never, you know, I've heard different people talk about this before. It's the hormones uh, that's causing a lot of men today to act feminine and be gay. You know, but it was something I just heard, nothing I really had tangible facts on. Uh, But when I came across that information, it kind of led me into uh, other information uh, which provided the tangible facts that indeed uh, men are being exposed to chemicals today in the womb uh, that are changing their gender identity and their sexual orientation. Um, you know, it's doing a whole host of other things too uh, as, as it pertains to their health and their uh, even even ability to reproduce. Uh, 
Um, so, you know, I came across information about roughly a, close to about four years ago in 2010, and that's when I put out the chemical feminization and masculinity of men, which got a ton of publicity and me a lot of interviews. Uh, so that's a little bit about myself um, and how I kind of came across the topic that we'll be discussing tonight. Interesting, interesting. No doubt. No doubt. Well, I look forward to it. Well, I mean, I don't want to waste any time because this is definitely uh, over. This is a conversation that is long overdue. You know, on this show, we love to speak about scientific evidence that we have, you know, when we present ourselves in a pro-life stance. You know, we, we love to share with the family what our stance is in terms of where we stand as a, a community and as a platform, because the people identify themselves by their platforms. So we say that our platform is pro-life, you know, and we're doing by utilizing this platform of disseminating information and dealing with health and wellness and also dealing with positive imagery via the passion and things of that nature. What we're doing is attempting to balance the scale because we see things that are balanced at this point in our reality or in this, um, you know, some people call it the illusion, some people call it the experience, whatever it is that they're calling it, you know, there's, there's a form of chaos that is taking place in our society, especially amongst our generation that wasn't very prevalent years before. So, so we uh, definitely uh, we want to get this show started immediately. So... Floor is yours, brother. You could begin your um, lecture. Oh man, a lecture. Okay. Um, well, um, you know, I, I would first uh, let people know, uh, and you know, and, and feel free to add, post questions and bring one. Of course, I'm sure you people can win. Yeah. So feel free to stop me because I could be very, very long-winded. <laughs> so essentially, uh, when we're you know, the, 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 the chemicals themselves, just to kind of go back, they're known as endocrine-disrupting chemicals. Endocrine-disrupting chemicals, that is their official scientific name. You can look up, you know, and there's been thousands, thousands of studies done on these types of chemicals. These chemicals are found in plastics. They're found in grocery receipts. Uh, they're found in uh, food. They're found in makeup. They're found in cosmetics. Uh, they're found just about everywhere in, in, in any type of food, household, or any other type of uh, product you might use on your body on a daily basis. And since the 1900s, there have been, there have been close to about uh, 100,000 synthetic chemicals that have been created. And these chemicals are just a class of chemicals. And they affect our hormones. They affect our hormones, and that's why they're known as endocrine-disrupting chemicals because our endocrine system is our hormonal system. And what these chemicals do um, is that they block certain important horm hormones and they mimic other certain, and they mimic other hormones. So most of the chemicals, they mimic estrogen, which is a, which is a female hormone primarily. Uh, so when women are exposed to some of these chemicals within the womb, for example, it actually predisposes them to breast cancer. We always hear that breast cancer is genetic. It's not genetic. It is epigenetic, meaning that when you are exposed to certain chemicals within a womb, it actually changes the way your genes express themselves to later on in life you will actually develop breast cancer. So 
woman who's exposed to, um, you know, a, a developing female fetus that, that's exposed to a chemical within her mother's womb. Um, you know, she'll be exposed to that chemical because most of these chemicals are found in most people's bodies these days um, because they're, they're also fat-soluble, so meaning that they, they store themselves in fatty tissue, and people today have a lot of fatty tissue. Um, so you're exposed to the chemical within the womb, later on in life when you get to be 40, Doctor comes along, you have breast cancer. You're like, man, you know, you don't have a healthy, have a healthy diet, eat right, you know, don't, you know, don't eat a lot of meat, whatever. You have a healthy diet, healthy lifestyle. You don't know why you have breast cancer. But not only that, these chemicals they have multi-generational effects. So the one exposure that occurred within the womb will cause that developing fetus later on in life to develop breast cancer. Her daughter, you know, the next generation after her will develop breast cancer. Her granddaughter will develop breast cancer, the third generation after her, and her great-granddaughter will develop breast cancer, all by changing the way the genes express themselves. It's a science known as epigenetics, and it's a really, really, it's a new science, but it's a really, really fascinating science. Um, one one yes, of the studies... Uh, um, right. No, very quickly, I want to add on, because I speak about the epigenome often. Um, family really needs to look into the epigenome because with the epigenome, science is saying that from something as simple as a hamburger, from something as simple as a cigarette, from something as simple as exposure to environmental change, your big mama, Nana, right, can have a change on her gene. The epigenome is like an on and an off switch on the gene. And she can have something like she could eat a burger and it could turn one of the signals off on her gene. That gene now becomes self-duplicating. And like the brother said, it, 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 it has a tendency to become passed on through, through, you know, through that particular line, that lineage. And it expresses itself, just like he said, through, through, through multiple generations. And we're talking about subtle changes to the genes. So, if Nana been eating McDonald's for 30 years, that's not subtle. If Nana been smoking for 30 years, that's not subtle. If your environment is one in which you're saying that, you know, you in the hood and, and, and that's your only expression, it has actually changed your genes. Dr. Bruce Lipton speaks about the new information dealing with DNA and how it directly responds to environment. It adapts. You know what I'm saying? That's where the RNA kicks in and it starts triggering the DNA to change in real time based on the environment for survival purposes. So, yes, please continue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as you mentioned, um, you know, our genes, you know, we're, you know, we're not determined uh, by our genes. Our genes are very much affected by our environment. So, yes, um, you know, due to the environment today where we're being exposed to all these different uh, estrogen and chemicals, people are literally being, uh, these diseases, uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, breast cancer, prostate cancer, anxiety, impotence, low testosterone, male infertility, all these different conditions are being passed along um, through multiple generations. And new science has shown us that these chemicals, they permanently affect the human genome to the degree that you know, the changes that have occurred uh, in the generation that, that is present today, uh, it's, it's indefinite. 
so people will possibly deal dealing with these issues for next, you know, indefinitely, indefinitely. So these chemicals, they, they, they most of, most of the effects that they have are due to the fact that they, again, that they mimic certain hormones and they block and they block other ones. So as I mentioned, uh, they mimic estrogen, uh, but they also block testosterone. So what happens is is that within the womb, uh, you know, you have to, you have a developing male fetus, um, you know, that that's developing. But all fetuses are first female. And it's not until testosterone kicks in that the fe- that that male fetus becomes masculinized, if you will. It develops uh, the ovaries turn into testicles, the clitoris turns into a penis, um, and he uh, and his brain becomes that of a a man's brain. He has a gender identity of a man. So when, you know, you're being exposed to a chemical like bisphenol A, which is found in canned foods, found in grocery receipts, found in many different types of plastics, when the developing male fetus is being exposed to that chemical within the womb, the testosterone is being suppressed and blocked. So what happens is, is that, you know, his, his testicles don't descend. He has undescended testicles. His penis never grows. He has a shorter penis. His brain never becomes masculinized, so he has the brain of a female, even though he's genetically a male. He's attracted to other males. He's gay, uh, and you know, and later on in life, he is going to develop prostate cancer because prostate cancer is actually a disease of too much estrogen. Um, so that's the true danger of, of these chemicals um, that um, you know that they cause most of the damage when humans are in development. And the interesting thing about the chemicals is that all of them, all of them are petroleum-based. So all of them are derived from petroleum, and we live in a petroleum-based society. You know, when you go to the grocery store, you get into a gasoline-powered engine, uh, and then you drive to the store, you buy your food, which is grown with petroleum-based fertilizers. They use petroleum-based pesticides to grow the food, uh, Roundup and all these other different chemicals. Uh, and then you use a petroleum-based credit card uh, to buy the food, and then you put the food in, in a petroleum-based plastic bag, and then you drive back in your petroleum-based, you know. So most of these chemicals are derived from petroleum. So that's why the chemicals are everywhere. And the chemical and, and the, the oil companies, they make billions of dollars off of these chemicals because shout they're out, derived. Shout out to DuPont. Yeah. <laughs> yes, DuPont, uh, yeah, they're yeah, actually yeah. a major... They're one of the main culprits, you know what I'm saying, dealing with those petrochemicals right there in Delaware and Jersey, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. Uh, That is, you know, that's why I think uh, Philadelphia, where I'm originally from, I think it's like the most polluted city uh, in the country because they have all those oil refineries just like in one surrounding the city essentially. It's like that, Jersey, um, and yeah. So all those oil refineries. Um, so yeah, when I was in Houston, um, oil refineries are like the size of Manhattan. They are humongous, and they're all over Texas. And even the uh, the, the the natives of of, of Texas was telling me. And when the brothers retire from the refineries at the age of 62 or 3, there's, called, there's, a, there's a saying that you only live like two years. They got a word for it, but they die. I think it's called the uh, Texas call for something. I don't know the whole words in my mouth. But, you know, that those chemical plants are surrounding those areas. And um, 
You can, you know, it's it's been documented about all of the different side effects and the dangers that it poses to the people out there. And like you said, Jersey as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's known as, um, particularly like in the south in Louisiana, um, in that in that part of the world, Texas, Louisiana, it's known as Cancer Alley um, because of all the petroleum, uh, all, the, all the petroleum refineries. Um, and, and, and also plastic or plastic um, plastic manufacturers too, um, and and particularly it's definitely prevalent in uh, in African in poor black neighborhoods due to environmental racism because most of those petroleum uh, and chemical chemical companies they locate their they locate their their plants um, in black neighborhoods, um, you know, and and what happens is that those black neighborhoods they get exposed to all those different chemicals. Um, Shout out to the Mm-hmm. You know, East Oakland, you know, Richmond, other parts of the Bay Area, where they say, that, you know, these Negroes are like systematically out of their mind, almost zombie-like. They got purple lips, and they talk mm-hmm. to AK-47s. A lot of places that you find in a buck wild like that, Newark, you know, um, Camden, all of these places are surrounded by these chemical plants. All of these places you find these zombies, you know what I'm saying? People that just, they totally out of it. You'll find two things distinctively the same. If you go into the supermarkets, you'll find the shit looks the same. Like, you know, try going into a food store in Newark and Detroit, and you'll see the similarity. Bad meat, very cheap, you know what I'm saying? Chips, soda. You know, uh-huh. and then there's somewhere near a chemical plant. You know, those equations always seem to be in the mix. Uh-huh. You know, if people are not inside of their rational minds when they're exposed to these chemicals, there's no scientific research done on long-lasting effects on what these chemicals are doing, how they're altering people's, you know, brains, period. And not only gender-bending them, I'm just talking about totally making them, like, out of their mind, you know, extreme violence. You know, which is also uh, a sign of estrogen imbalance because violence is, is, you know, is actually, you know, it's a feminine principle. Diplomacy is masculine. Yeah, that that is, um, yeah, men who have actually have uh, lower levels of testosterone, yeah, they do become, you know, do become more violent. Um, because, you know, the testosterone having, you know, of course, you know, if you're taking steroids and just doing some really, uh, taking things like that, then that can uh, exacerbate. I mean, that's just for steroids. And oftentimes people who take, who take steroids themselves are already violent. You know, they're wrestlers and other people who really don't need to be taking excessive amounts of high levels of testosterone. But it's, it's actually low levels of testosterone. Uh, which are more linked to aggression and violence, and that's why a lot of people, when they get on cholesterol-lowering medications, um, you know, they tend to become more aggressive because that lowers the levels of testosterone. They become more hostile, irritable, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and what you mentioned is, is absolutely true. Uh, there was a recent article, I think, in Mother Jones, which talked about lead and how the drop in the government just banning lead gasoline in the, 19, I think, in 1960s, led to a drop in violent crime, but the, that drop has not occurred in many black neighborhoods because of the usage of lead paint, the usage of uh, leaded pipes, which people are getting their water from, and that's why in Chicago, where they have the highest homicide rate 
uh, those areas in Chicago where they have the highest homicide rate is also where the highest they have the highest lead exposure. So if they were to, if they were to reduce the lead exposure in Chicago, you probably wouldn't have as much as as much as as much as all the gang violence uh, that is currently being witnessed today. So, which says is absolutely true as far as the chemical plants and them releasing lead and yeah, the, the subsequent violence. People just they just they have no self control. It's they lose total. It is all sight of impulse control because that's what lead does when you're exposed to it in the wound. Like you just, you know, you, you get angry or something, you want to start shooting people. Um, that's one of the things that lead does. Uh, but these chemicals, um, as I mentioned, uh, they are they are they are petroleum based, and because they are petroleum based, they're everywhere. Um, you know, and they're intentionally they're intentionally put everywhere. And that's what I found the most fascinating was that, again, you know, so if we're talking about oil companies, we're talking about the Rockefellers, we're talking about eugenics, we're talking about, you know, company, you know, individuals who have been heavily involved in the American eugenics movement, population control, um, you know, black genocide, the funding of Planned Parenthood, all these different um, kind of like shadowy different organizations that have sought to um, decrease the population of blacks, um, increase homosexuality to decrease to, to decrease population to decrease populations of certain groups that they wish to eliminate the the whole idea of eugenics and ra- and racial hygiene, if you will. Um, so when you have you know companies like Exxon Mobil producing bisphenol A, which is making men feminine, and Exxon Mobil is Standard Oil, then you kind of then you kind of can connect the dots of why these chemicals are being produced. Um, of course, they're being produced for profit. You know, these companies want to make they want to make money off of petroleum, but they're also being produced, you know, for population control purposes, for eugenics, and that's why you tend to definitely find high levels of these chemicals and these chemical plants in black neighborhoods. Um, you know, there was a CNN report called Toxic Towns, which talked about how the EBC plant, located in I believe a um, very small town in Louisiana. Um, and PVC plastic um, is the, probably the most dangerous, toxic type of plastic. When women use dildos, um, you know, uh, that, that, that's made from PVC plastic, and the PVC plastic contains phthalates. Phthalates uh, turn men in, into girls, essentially, and also makes men's penises smaller. So, when you know, the, the irony that women are using uh, a fake penis, which is actually making male penises smaller, was just fascinating to me. Uh, but that's essentially what's happening because when they use the dildo, then they get exposed to the chemicals, then they want to have a baby boy, and the baby boy has a small penis. Um, but in a small town where they make PVC plastic, it's in a primarily black town, um, all of the women there have lost their wounds because they have endometriosis as a result of being exposed to PVC plastic. And whenever you make PVC plastic, you create dioxins. And dioxins are the most toxic substance uh, known to ever produce by humankind. Um, so you know, it was just it, it, it was it, it was it was documented on CNN um, that this population, entire population of black women, have un, have lost their wombs. They are infertile. They have had to undergo hysterectomies because the town they live in is so toxic, so toxic, and so contaminated with uh, dioxins. And this was. Uh, uh, a CNN report done in 2010. Um, so these chemicals, the dioxin being one of them, um, and dioxins are also found in tampons, these chemicals are everywhere. And as I mentioned, um, not only do they feminize men, they also masculinize women. They cause men to, you know, be masculine, 
and, and, and be lesbians, if you will. They also cause women to not be able to breastfeed and not be interested in having kids um, because it, it changes the structure of the brain um, because, again, that's, you know, everything is dependent upon hormones. And when our hormones are being blocked or suppressed or they're being mimicked in the womb, then that's going to have certain effects. Um, so they also, like I said, they also feminize men. I know that's going to be a topic of discussion. But they also masculinize women. And from my research, the reason why this is taking place is because um, they want to increase uh, the levels of homosexuality within the society in order to lower the birth rate for population control purposes because that is the goal of eugenics, for population control, for genocide, et cetera. Uh, so that is the true dangers of these endocrine-disrupting chemicals, um, and that will, um, yeah, um, you can feel free to ask questions, but I can just continue on, continue on for days. Um, indeed, 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 brother. You said a lot. <laughs> you, body, you basically body bagged that in, like, record time. You know what I'm saying? You're looking like Tyson in the ring right now. We want more blood. He's <laughs> <laughs> knocked, knocked it out of the ring real quick. But, um... If you do have more that you want to expound upon, I would definitely encourage you. I want to, you know, play devil's advocate for a minute, mm-hmm. if, you, if I may. I want to come from the angle of somebody who has adopted the mind state or the perception or rather the programming that, you know, let's say that I was a lesbian and I was like, look, you know, the marketing campaign says that I was born this way, you know. Say that you know I was I've been I've been told and I've been in, you know I've been basically, you know, uh, instructed that there's nothing to worry about. This is who I am, and it's something to be, you know. So there's no chemicals that were involved in this. This is all fate because I was supposed to be like this. I'm supposed to be a man trapped inside of a woman's body. What would you say to that scientific aspect? Mm-hmm. Well, I would, you know, the fact that when people say I'm born this way, I, I do, I do believe that. I, you know, now if we're talking about homosexual behavior or homoerotic behavior, that, you know, that can, you know, that could be based upon people's situations and circumstances. There are plenty of people who, you know, for example, in prison, you know, they sleep with other men, but you know, they're not doing that because they want to. It's because there's no other people to have sex with, uh, so they have sex with other men. But as far as mm-hmm. people who do believe that they are born that way, yes, I do from my research that is true. Um, your sexual orientation and gender identity is something that is formed within the womb. However, that does not mean that it is, that is a natural organic process or that, quote-unquote, God made you that way. I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying you know, that you know, a certain population of people aren't necessarily, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, basically through genes or whatever uh, other mechanisms that they aren't uh, born that way gay. But from my research, there are people, you know, this is, this is a process that is, for many people, with the chemicals, this is um, a natural process that's happening with many people. It um, doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them. It's just like, you know, the way I look at it, if, you know, if you're exposed to a chemical and you develop breast cancer, now, I mean, does, does that mean that God intends for you to have breast cancer? No, it just means that you were exposed to a chemical 
which basically dictate that you're going to have breast cancer later on in life. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you're, a, you know, you know, a woman who expresses a certain sexual preference, you know, yeah, I'm okay, that might seem normal to you, and I, I, I totally understand where they're coming from. But it doesn't mean that that's a natural process that happens. I mean, that's just not, that's just not the case. Um, you know, and plus, you know, many scientists have found that homosexuality is not determined by genes. So there are other mechanisms in which people are born that way. And one of the mechanisms is through the exposure to these endocrine disrupting chemicals. Another mechanism is cigarettes. Cigarettes um, has been shown to make women turn into lesbians, in the, again, in the womb, because nicotine has a, mask, has a masculinizing effect upon the female fetus. There are a whole host of, uh, of substances out there that can um, make, a people, make a person change their sexual orientation and gender identity. But again, doesn't mean that that, that is um, because if it's not genetic. Because it, it's always been believed that you know homosexuality is genetic, but there's never been a gay gene that's been found. So why yeah, people are being born? Because if your parents were born gay, you wouldn't be here. It's so if it's so genetic, like uh, you know, I mean. Hmm. So basically, yeah, it's just saying, it's not, it's not yeah. aspect. There's been a manipulation that has taken place, a chemical manipulation that is beyond a person's, you know, control, rather. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, so and again, I can't, you know, I can't prove. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So what I'm saying is if there's been a genetic manipulation, is there a solution to manipulate the gene to reverse it to a more organic state? Well, I mean, what... You know, once uh, the chemicals have changed someone's uh, sexual orientation and gender identity, that's that's permanent. There's nothing that can be uh, done uh, for that. Now, as far as the chemicals affect upon, like, um, breast cancer, like, you know, breast cancer diseases, yes, you know, a healthier diet can help with that. Um, there's also, uh, there's also, excuse me, um, folic acid, folic acid. Or you know, just consume a lot of green leafy vegetables. That helps, like, to reverse some of the, the epigenetic effects of some of the chemicals. You know, but of course, you know, you have to know about folic acid and actually be consuming fruits and vegetables for that te- that, for that to take place. And many people don't do that. Most Americans just, you know, their vegetable is, is French fries. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, as far as kind of reversing some of the effects of the chemicals, yeah, later on in life you can, you know, do a good diet because again, your genes are determined by your environment. So if, if your if your food environment is one of you know of you know of, of not not a lot of sugar, um, you know fruits and vegetables, other types of health promoting foods, then your genes will begin to express in a way that promotes health. But if it's you know your typical uh, Popeyes, fried chicken, McDonald's, GMOs, Pizza Hut, et cetera, et cetera, then yeah, I mean you're going the genes are are, are going to continue. To, to express themselves in a way that promotes disease. Um, but as far as sexuality, and people are asking this, there is, that's permanent. That's permanent. It doesn't mean it's going to be passed along to the next generation, per se. Um, but as long as the chemicals are out, are out there, which, you know, they're not going away anytime soon now because the earth is one big balloon, if you will. You know, whatever you, whatever you put in one area is going to end up everywhere else. So whatever they, whatever they spray in New York or whatever they pollute New York with, is eventually going to make itself is going to eventually make itself over to China because um, Earth is a, Earth is a balloon that's constantly spinning on its axis. So, yeah, uh, you know these chemicals they're going to be around for a while. 
Um, you know, they, they're not going away anytime soon. They've been designed to last very long. Um, so this, this manipulation, chemical manipulation, genetic manip- manipulation, is going to be taking place um, for a very, very long time. You know, and that's kind of good for business because some of these chemicals have also been created by pharmaceutical companies. Um, Bayer, 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 which is one of the largest pharmaceutical companies on the planet, they're actually one of the biggest manufacturers of bisphenol A, which causes breast cancer, causes prostate cancer. So, from you know, it's 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 in their business model to make people sick, uh, to and to profit from people being sick. So, naturally, they will create a chemical that makes people sick, so then they can turn right around and sell them chemotherapy and aspirin. It, it, it makes total sense. You know, you, you know, you know, you break someone's leg and you offer them a cast. I mean, that's <laughs> that's kind of how our predatory economic system works or so-called capitalism. That's how it works. It's, just, it's based upon, you know, you know, breaking somebody's leg and then offering them a cast. So that's exactly, exactly one of the reasons why these chemicals exist and will continue to exist. Now you have the other uh, eugenics reason, you know, which, again, you know, Planned Parenthood, some other organizations, and, and Bayer itself, you know, they were, they were involved in the whole uh, Nazi, Nazi Holocaust. They used to be known as IG Farben. And then they're broken up into like other companies, uh, Bayer and some other different companies. But they were they were like some of the major companies that were involved um, in Adolf Hitler and his whole uh, theories of racial hygiene and white supremacy, et cetera, and the killing of the Jews. Yes. And now they're making they're making GMOs, um, you know, which are going, which are now being pushed into Africa. Uh, they're making aspirin, which actually causes men uh, to be feminine. Aspirin, you know, when when, when pregnant women take aspirin, uh, their sons um, have problems getting erections, and you know, oftentimes they can become gay as well. And they're making bisphenol A, which feminizes boys, um, makes them attracted to other men. So you kind of see the connections, uh, and that's what I was able to do in, in my research, kind of connect the dots. You have the chemicals, mm. and you have the manufacturers, and then you have the people people behind the manufacturers. And it's, it's just, you know, it's like Nas said, it ain't hard to tell. It's, you know, you have John Rockefeller, who's a founder of Genesis, and John Vogel, making chemicals be feminine, uh, you know, boom, right there. Right there. So, man, wow. I'm ready to, like, Get off the phone with you right now and just start working on this Kickstarter campaign and this Indiegogo <laughs> campaign so you can get this documentary done. Now, I'm I'm so sincere right now, brother. Like I don't I mean, I've heard this information expounded on before, but you know, you you're really like just making you like you say, you're connecting the dots and you're making it very plain. Like you're really putting it out there. And as you go in I'm just I'm, my mind is taking me places and I'm really realizing that this is what's happening. There's been a it has been a chemical genetic attack. Very interesting today. It's very interesting that we're having this conversation and it's also um interesting that I that I had a conversation on Facebook today with the post that I put up. Right? And um the post dealt with uh the women's liberation movement. Now, there was a poster that I saw on Facebook, and I decided that I wanted to share it or repost it. And um, what it dealt with was it was a collage of images 
in the um in the collage of images, the title of the collage said what primarily destroyed the black family. And it was a collage of different images. So it said when um it said when this and it shows a picture of women's equality with European women at the front of the march had nothing to do with this and then that's a picture of the black family, the you know, the the, the, the uh Trinity, the man, his wife and his children. Then they show a picture of a glorious Steinem, who was the CIA operative who was responsible for the whole feminist movement. And it says, made her feel like this was degrading, and, and it made her feel like this was degrading as a picture of the black woman in an apron in her kitchen, in her household, and with an apron on. And, so, and it says, so to become this, and it shows a, a, a sister, a mother, a daughter, a woman, with a corporate suit on, then it says she blames this, and the picture is a, a picture of our brothers suited and booted. Because I think our people watch Good Times and Fan for the Sun. Like we, you know, especially those of us who weren't born in those eras or those ages and don't remember, we think that we were impoverished and we were in some sort of dismal situation where we were living in like um, 12 years of slave with our black women not realizing that we were more cleaner, more dapper, had more money flowing. The women were in better conditions mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, when we were when we were a unit, when we were together before. Because, mind you, the whole thing came on the heels of the black power movement. Was the black power movement not a movement to uplift our families? Was the black power movement not a movement to uplift the black people as a whole. There was no division. There was no black man movement. It was the family. It was the whole unit. Everybody comes. And it was the, that was the last era of the masculine alpha male that you would see, the, the, the prototype that you seen out of the 60s and the 70s. This is what the brothers talking about came under a direct military attack via chemical warfare Genetic warfare. It's like dropping the atom bomb, but this is the silent weapons for the quiet war. You didn't see this one coming in the 40-ounce, in the quarter waters with the jerry curls, the activation and the chemical enhancers and the, and the, um, the uh, with the baby formula, the Similac and stuff like that, with the government cheese and um, with the chips and all of the stuff that they began feeding us. Like, like the brother said, they had um, enhancers. They had disruptors, okay, inside of those chemicals. Those chemicals have manipulated us. Like the sister segment, Shabaka, who's come on the show previously to talk about the infestation of the worms through the meat and the sugar and things of that nature. This is, this family, this, you're dealing with scientists, Nazis, like the brother said, Nazis, Operation Paperclip. They took them out of Germany and recycled them in the Americas to do the same kind of work that they were doing on those Jewish people to do on the population over here. So, absolutely. Of course, the image caused an uproar. You know, I got some real, and I didn't even finish reading the whole thing, but basically it showed our mother, our daughter, our sister, the black woman who was, you know, the head of the household, standing in tandem with the European who had issues with her man that, was, that were, had nothing to do with our issues. 
Like, he's been in power. Why he didn't, you know, that's something, that's his mother. He didn't let her vote. That's his mama, his sister, his wife. He was suppressing her and doing other things. We were not doing that to our women. We actually had a powerful family unit. So it shows a, it shows the image with the black sister raising the black power fist with Gloria Steinem, and then you see the degradation. Then you see pictures of our sisters um, in a pornographic uh, um, exposure. I was watching Unsung the other day, and they had a um, they were talking about Millie Jackson. Okay, they had the episode where they're talking about Millie Jackson. If we ever get the time machine, and we could go back in time, I encourage any one of our powerful black sisters to go back there. First, go talk to her. You could talk to her first. Go see Millie Jackson in her in her room when she put her powder on her nose. Go and talk to her. Encourage her not to do what she did, image wise and what she went out there and did to our sisters in front of those white people during that era. And if she don't listen, then we might have to, you know, we might have to turn up. But that's the era of our women being, you know, objectified and, you know, um, put out there. That wasn't the black man. Like, we didn't own the the, um, Playboy. We're not Hugh Hefner. We didn't put him in the pornography Mm -hmm. movie. We didn't. We didn't put them. We didn't do the de- the Dorothy Dangerous to them. We didn't have them looking like Josephine Baker. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have them doing the, the, the dances in front of the European, where they were, you know, basically um, objectifying oneself and stuff like that. We, we weren't responsible for that. We were fighting against that. To my knowledge, the, like you said, from the research that I've been doing, like the research that you've been doing. You know what I'm saying? That that movement with Garvey, that movement with Nobu Ali. That movement with Elijah, that movement with Malcolm, that movement with the Panthers, all of those movements, that movement, those movements were not promoting or encouraging, or that's you will not find that in the readings, you won't find that in their history, you won't find that in their lessons, you won't find that in their demonstration, you won't find that in the fruit that the, that the trees bore, you won't find that in the, in their offspring. Those sisters were not about that life. Okay. So yes, we dropped the ball. We all dropped the ball because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And once I, I said, this is. I put that post up out of love. It's not to objectify, point fingers at anybody because no one's to blame. When you get attacked uh, subliminally, when there's a when it was a CIA covert operation. When it, you know what I mean. So we're identifying that an operation took place in a certain era and time. And if any of us are researchers and you look at the graph, look at the numbers, look at the, put it in a chart format, get the data, get the numbers, get the data. We have to get the data and bring that back up and say, when we see a spike in homicides, when we see a spike in abortion, when we see a spike in the black family completely being broken up, when we see a spike in the jail population, when we see a spike in the drug usage, when we see a spike in the economic downfall of our people, when we see a spike in, you know, corporate America, becoming enriched and, 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 you know, um, becoming wealthy off of the labor of our people, we can identify that something happened at that period. When you go ahead and you dig into that period and you do the research for that period, there are some usual suspects that will pop up when you come, when you deal with the infiltration and the ops that took place against our people. And you, brother, are on point. We're bringing the evidence to the table. If this was a trial, you're bringing it running forward that there was a chemical war, a genetic war, a germ warfare that was waged on our people, 
And we are now living in the fallout of that. And we are witnessing it. So it's not, we're not coming from an emotional standpoint. And we're not wearing our heart. You know what I mean? This is not emotion. This is fact. We're being scientists and we're, deco- we're doing a CSI forensics on this shit. That's only what this is. Sometimes people can't deal with that. And that's understandable and it's all right because you're not programmed to deal with things like that of that nature. But let it settle. You know what I'm saying? We have to let these things settle. We have to go ahead and do our research as well. The brother identified um, a, a list of chemicals. He gave you the evidence. I, I can't wait till we make this visual so you can actually see it and read it and, and go ahead and you follow up and do the research. He said that he was able to obtain a majority of his research online. So the same way that it was presented to him, it would even open up more for you if you are sincere about your education. So I just wanted to share that, you know, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of irony in the whole fact that I just put the picture up, you know, you know, and um, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean. And, and... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I was letting you speak. Oh, I was I was gonna uh, add that you know what you said about Gloria Steinem is correct, um, and yeah, I mean one of the, one of the huge outgrowths of the feminist movement, you know, I mean Margaret Sanger was a feminist, you know, she was also a eugenicist, yeah. too, the founder of Planned Parenthood, um, yeah. you know, one of the outgrowths of the of the feminist movement was was canned foods, um, you know, canned foods contained bisphenol A, you know, because more women were outside the the household and weren't cooking anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they needed they, they needed to make they needed to microwave dinners, which again are in plastics. Mm-hmm. They needed to canned food. Again which mm-hmm. again are in contained you know, eh? Um and they also, you know, because they were sex, so called sexually liberated, um, they needed birth control. Which when women pee out, you know, when women take birth control about close to about eighty percent of the estrogen they pee out and it ends up in the drinking water. And what happens is that, you know, when that estrogen gets into drinking water, all the male fish develop female sex organs. Um, so one of the reasons why women today have less men to mate with is because of birth control, because the, the, the estrogen that they're taking is ended up in drinking water, and that drinking water, um, you know, pregnant women they consume, and their sons get feminized in the womb as a result of taking the birth control pill. Um, and also get sterilized, too. So, you know, a lot of women oftentimes, you know, they say, man, you know, Atlanta, it must be something in the water. It must be something in the water. I'm like, yeah, it's the birth control pills in the water. And now Obama has given women free birth control. So that means homosexuality is going to go up even more, and men are going to have more infertility problems, erection problems, they cancer, um, because prostate cancer rates go up as soon as, you know, when rates of birth control go up, when rate birth control usage rates go up. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely been um, a chemical war. And, you know, it's, it, that's, you know, but again, you know, that's one of the outgrowths. Um, those three things, the, the microwave dinners, um, the, the, the canned foods, and definitely the, the birth control pill, because that was like, that was like the hallmark, one of the hallmarks. Uh, features uh, of the feminist movement, and one of the things that kind of um, gave them a, really, a, a true sense of pride 
even though, you know, birth control has been extraordinary destructive to women. It's one of the top kills of women because it causes heart disease. Heart disease is one of the top kills of women in this country. And, again, it's, you know, when women, you know, I hear women all the time, man, you know, all these men that land, because I look at them like, all these men that must have something in the water. Like, yeah, you know, you are on to something, you know, that intuition kicking in. It's the breath control pill in the water. And you have 30 million women in this country that are taking the drug. And probably maybe go be close to about 50 million now are going to get it for free. So, yeah, you know, with, 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 with the free birth control, which, again, because Obama's giving that out because Planned Parenthood wanted him to give it out and because Big Fauna wanted him to give it out because, you know, Obama is like one of the top. He got like, I think, $20 million from Pfizer. Pfizer being the largest, manu- largest manufacturer of uh, contraceptives in this country. Um, that's the reason why that was put into the whole Obamacare um, legislation. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. It all makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, when, you, when you connect the dots, when you connect the dots. Um, when you connect the dots, you're like, okay, you know, Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger was the inventor of the, of, of the birth control pill. You know, she wanted to create it for racial hygiene purposes. You know, she, you know, this, okay, this, this, this. Uh, the government wanted to uh, put birth control agents or population control agents or sterility agents in the drinking water. Okay, birth control, you know, it sterilizes men, also causes endometriosis and fibroids, which makes women infertile. Okay, you know, I mean, you just, you just kind of, you kind of see it. Okay, you know, Planned Parenthood wanted to increase homosexuality, decrease population. Hmm. Okay, well, you know, birth control is a great way of doing that because it feminizes men and masculinizes women. Um... You just, you just, you just when you put synthesize all the information, then you can kind of see the the the, the overall agenda. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it's, I mean, it, it, it's right there. I mean, but you again, you have to, kind of, you know, it's a matter of just connecting the dots. But once you understand the, the key players, then you can easily connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Hello, you there? Oh man, that's interesting. Very, very interesting. So well, we're gonna have to go The best thing we I'm could sorry. do at this point, I think, what I'm gonna do at this point, as it's almost a ten thirty mark, I want to go to our callers because. There are a lot of links, there are a lot of hands up. Uh, so I definitely know that our audience wants to add on. They may have some questions that they want to ask you and whatnot. So we're gonna go ahead and go to those callers. Um, did you write a book on this, or are you in the process of creating, uh, finishing your book? Uh, well, I created the chemical uh, feminization and masculination of men, um, and that's available on my, on my website. It's www.drcurtisduncan.com. That's uh, just Dr. Yeah. Curtis Duncan, www.drcurtisduncan.com. 
uh, com, and I, I am in the process of kind of, of creating an ebook on this um, because I, I did the recording, and that was like four years ago, and I came across even more information uh, as of as of recently. Um, there was, you know, it makes I've, I've done more research into this topic, uh, and you know, it, it, it's really interesting because there was actually there's actually a, a scientist. Um, he's, he's a black black scientist too, by the name of Dr. Tyrone Hayes. Uh, and just you know, just to kind of briefly mention this, but he uh, he was actually there was an article about him in the New Yorker, the the, you know, the major magazine, the New Yorker, and he yeah. he actually found that um, a chemical known as atrazine, atrazine, which is again made by a pharmaceutical company, um, well, this their pharmaceutical spinoff known as Syngenta. Uh, Syngenta, they're also a, a huge uh, producer of genetically modified soy and corn. Uh, he found that this chemical actually would cause like m- male frogs. Not only would like would it just chemically castrate them, but it would cause male frogs to assume the feminine mating position in the presence of other male frogs because essentially wow. feminized their feminized their brains. So you know, you know, like you know, he had he had pictures or a video that he would show. Where he showed, like you know, the the, the male frog would actually, um, um, you know, get the, the the male frog, which had been feminized or chemically altered by this chemical known as atrazine, it would actually like get it would actually get in front of another male frog, like it was mating with it. So it was kind of like doing it doggy style with the other male frog. Um, you know, even though this was a, a genetic male frog, its brain had been feminized to the degree. That it actually assumed the feminine mating position in the presence of another male frog. So, so you know, it just the female frog hormone overtook this frog to the degree synapses, or rather, it, the information being sent to its brain tricked it and had it assuming that it was a female frog, so it assumed the sexual position. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the frog that had been chemically uh, feminized by the chemi- by the chemical, the atrazine, it then assumed the feminine mating position because its brain essentially had been feminized. So when it got in the presence of a male frog, it kind of just bent over, or not, you know, not bent over, but it like, you know, because frogs mate kind of like how how humans make doggy style, if you will. So that that, that frog that had been chem- chemically feminized was in the front, in the male frog. Uh, which had not, you know, had not been feminized, was in the back. Um, and but, I mean, but this this frog was still a male, but it had been chemically feminized. So the frogs essentially were 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 expressing homosexual behavior. And this scientist, you know, he discovered this, and he actually worked for the company. And he has gotten he has gotten death threats. He has uh, gotten rape threats. Um, you know, like men have threatened to rape him. They've threatened to rape his family. Um, you know, and this is like a scientist that teaches at UC Berkeley, UC Berkeley, and he, you know, they recently wrote an article about him and, and you know, the 10 years of harassment he has gotten for putting this information out there. Uh, and this exactly. chemical atrazine, which causes male frogs to become homosexual, essentially, this chemical is sprayed on, all, on, on, on most of the corn. Um, and, you know, who, who are the biggest consumers of uh, corn in this country? Young black males, uh, because sugar, because high fructose corn syrup is the number one source of calories. The biggest consumers 
of high fructose corn syrup in this country are young African American males. So, white, flavor, all the sugary drinks, Gatorade. They're being exposed to that same homosexuality chemical, if you will. God damn. <laughs> Those Gatorade, I could be like Mike commercials, take on a whole new life. <laughs> you gotta go to the phone yeah, lines. Like right? right? <laughs> Let's go to these phone lines real quick, man, because the hands are definitely going up. Uh, this is crazy, but it's I'm, I'm you know it's, it's needed, man. I applaud you for your research. All right, let's go to our Thank first you. caller. Caller from the eight six zero six eight zero. Peace and welcome to Northern Ledge Radio. Caller from the eight six zero six eight zero. Okay, we have a caller from nine zero one nine zero one. Caller, peace. Welcome to another ledge. Which the government gives out for free, 
uh, right. to low-income blacks because they're lactose intolerant, you know, and they do that intentionally too. Um, they will become more feminine because 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 they're they're still they're, those baby boys are still developing. Um, but as far as like for like kids, you know, six and above, um, no, um, you know, now now the soil might make them grow might make them grow titties. You know, it's, it's gonna it's gonna make them it's gonna make them impotent. It's gonna reduce their testosterone levels. It's gonna make them infertile. Um, you know, for for men who consume, you know, like a lot of men today have man boobs. You know, a lot a lot of men today look like a lot of men today look like pregnant women. Um, you know, the whole Rick Ross phenomenon. You know, they have titties and they have you know bellies like a pregnant woman. So yeah, and that's that's a result of the chemicals because the chemicals cause men to develop man boobs. And it suppresses their testosterone. Uh, so, with, it suppresses their testosterone, and when that happens, men develop belly fat and they develop breasts. Um, so, but it's not going to necessarily make them more—not not, not, not going to make them more feminine. Um, the only situation that can happen again is is in the situation of you know soy milk, you know, um, you know soy milk infant formula. Um, so yeah, that's that's the only, and that's improvement to make. Um, that's improving to make boys uh, more feminine. Okay. So you're saying a high fructose corn syrup, if it's consumed at an early age from a young man, let's say that the, the parents start feeding the baby soda and, um, mm-hmm. you know, wheat and things of that nature, foods get saturated in high fructose corn syrup and other chemical gender bender enhancers, are you saying that as the child develops, because it's not at its full development, for how many years? Uh, probably, mm-hmm. I mean, probably, I would say exposure, like, within the first year, you know, like, if, you know, if they're being exposed to some of these chemicals, then that could definitely make them more feminine within the first year. So if you're giving the babies pacifiers and all these other plastic bottles and plastic toys, you know, but the interesting thing is that, I mean, a lot of these chemicals are bland, are banned in baby products. But it really doesn't matter, though, because, you know, the babies are the babies are being feminized before they come out the womb. So you can, you can ban bisphenol A and all these other chemicals in baby products all you want to. They're still going to come out feminized you know, once they get out the womb. So, you know, but but still, yes, it can. Um, I know so enough for I know so enough for a fact. I'm not sure about some of the other chemicals, but I would suspect that there could be a risk. Uh, I can't I can't do it for sure. I just know definitely about soy infant formula. Let me ask you a okay. question. What side effect would soy milk or soy baby food have on a baby girl? Uh, we'll make her develop fibroids, breast cancer, hypothyroidism, um, early puberty, heavy menstrual cycles for the rest of her life, um, mm. and yeah, um, yeah, endometriosis. Yeah. I got a question for the pill. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, this question has to do with like when you when you chose to tackle this this subject, right? Yeah, I've seen I've been on it like being on the internet. You know, you feel like you know you know people because you see them on the internet, you hear them like you know you call the shows or whatever. People get to feel like they know you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, all right, we uh, you know, I've been online like since like '08, you know, following all the different stuff. But I remember when 
when you couldn't find any black people other than, you know, the twerkers and, and uh, here and there you find somebody rapping or something. You know, you couldn't find people talking about something. And, you know, we yeah, started with, those, yeah, well, we narrative. started this group. We started this little little channel called Forward Unity because we were trying to find, you know, the black people. And, you okay. know, it lasted real good. And we, you know, it, we got to finding a bunch of conscious people. Uh, like, you know, Naja Face had, like, the biggest group, you know, doing the hair care stuff. And, you know, when we got her, we found a whole bunch of them. And the, what, yeah, what killed it? That's the movement. Yeah. And, and what happened, it died out when they, you know, they let anybody come, you know, join the channel. And you would get, like, the passwords to the channel. You could add videos to that one channel. And it was cool when mm-hmm. it was just the three of us. It was the three of us. Well, they put it out there. They wanted some other, you know, new opinions on the on the subject. You know, they pose a, a subject, and we'd all make videos on that subject. Well, finally, this homosexual brother got on there, and it was like, okay, he was all conscious and everything, but he was gay, mm-hmm. and it just killed it killed the channel. It killed the channel. Everybody just like just you know, nobody else it was posting. Yeah, it, well, it, I guess it's still going. I don't know what happened. I think he he finally turned it off, but. You know, the other dude was the only one that would post. Nobody else would post. Damn. You know, I don't know. I mean, I stopped posting, you know, before he got on there, but, you know, it just, I, it's just something like about the, it. Like you say, it's post. The, the 800-pound elephant in the room? Yeah, and that's what happened. The elephant walked into the room, you know. Mm. And that's the thing. That's where you go, you're going to end up having to tackle that, you know, after this show because, like, you know, some of the things that dude said is like almost like, oh, something is wrong. If your child is is being effeminate because he got this or got that, some people would ask you, is that a bad thing? Now that's your whole other show now. You know. Well, you know, not necessarily I'm, is the kid get not not that he's homosexual, but effeminate because of it. I mean, I mean. If, you know, my response, I mean, I'm not here to place a value judgment on anyone's sexual orientation or, you know, yeah. you know behavior. I, that, that's, that's not, you know, and I, I don't believe in that either, personally. You know, my, I'll just say, for me, my information is to expose the chemical manipulation of people. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not into homophobia. I'm not into none of that, you know, and I'm not here to promote it either. Um. But I will say that, yes, you know, uh, people are being chemically manipulated, point in fact. People can, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just science right there. It's not, you know, necessarily my opinion, but, you know, now how people are going to deal with that, you know, yeah. so, you know I feel as though people should accept each other, um, but still understand kind of, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, if I'm, you know, that's that's just, you know, and again, I mean, that's that 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 definitely is a whole, probably a whole other <laughs> uh, uh, radio show. I, I, it is controversial. It is, um, but you know, as far as people being chemically manipulated, oh, that that's a well-known fact. That I mean, you it's, know, it's just you know, it's not, it's not really well-known, but it's it, it, is, it is it is something that is definitely going on. Well, like the the only reason I said that was because like when Blue Pill said when you. When you when y'all made the the name of the show, or you, you said that the subject was homosexuality, I was like, oh no, no, he didn't. 
no. You know, I mean, that's where my mind went. And then it was like, okay, it's so really, it's not about that. It's actually, like you said, it's about the the chemical manipulation and what it, you know, just telling, just explaining what the result is going to be from that exposure. Yeah, I, I believe mean, that we're being very responsible, very mature, we're right. being very um, non-judgmental, and we are not attempting to um, ridicule or embarrass anybody by any means. This is done in love. This is to help solve some of the questions that I believe are the majority of our audience have been walking around asking themselves, like, wait a minute, like, what's really going on? What am I really seeing and why am I seeing it? And what is the explanation for it? Because the media and those who have been responsible for dumbing us down and giving us two-dimensional answers for everything, and we've been finding out through our research that all of it is dealing with falsehood, and some of it is the, the, the truth strangely mixed with fiction, we are taking a more multifaceted, uh, multi-tiered approach to uncovering and lifting the veil about some of the, um, you know, something that, uh, an issue that has become taboo in our community. People really would not, they, they'd rather not address it. They'd rather say, well, I'm accepting it. It's cool. I'm not, you know, as long as it's not, you know, bothering me, then I'm going to go ahead and move on in life. But what we're saying as concerned citizens and responsible parents and adults is, hold on, before you even, you know what I mean, before you before you go walk down the yellow brick and, and, and you know, continue on like there's nothing going on, we just want to present some evidence that we've uncovered that, um, you know, there's been a chemical attack on our people, family. There's been a genetic manipulation of the DNA and the chromosome and the hormones of our loved ones that may even be preventing our 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 generation and our nation from procreating and multiplying. This is an emergency. Listen to the information, please. If, if, but I'm sure some people may have not wanted to listen to the show because of the topic because they may have felt that we were going to approach it in a very sarcastic, nasty, lower vibration um Angle, and that's not what we're about. We're not about that. We, we, we're really trying our best to um, be very uh, loving in our approach. But that's I mean, the, the, no. What you know? What though? The, I think you could even came with a whole other subject. Not that there was something wrong with the, the the title. Another title. The subject matter went back. You know, I was watching. Had my daughters watching the My Alpha, and it's like yes. you know that. They're nine, you know, nine or ten years old. And some people would say that, you know, that's too young to show them something like that. And I'm like, well, no, it's not. Because they're they're about to become young women, you know. Yeah. I don't want to wait. And I explained it to them. I don't want to wait until you're, you know, 15 and you've already had a sexual encounter. And now I'm going to tell you about, you know, why you don't want to do that, you know. Because are you really willing to kill a child? Are you willing to kill your, your your own baby? You know, if you're not willing to kill your baby, you need to consider that before you ever have sex. That's that's one of the you know yes, considerations. Yes, indeed. You know. Yes, indeed. I applaud you for that, brother. You know, I applaud you for that. But saying that, that's what this is. This is another form of eugenics. If it actually, if what he said is true about the frogs, like. You know, it doesn't have to do with, you know, how the frogs procreate, but the fact that if another frog 
turned submissive to another male because it had certain things. You know, if that does something to, if that actually transfers where another chemical can make humans, males do that to where they don't want to procreate. You know, they get confused in their head and they, they want to do feminine things. They don't want to have a child. They don't want, and that, that turns into where it's eugenics. You know, it's you eugenics, to, yeah. Yeah. It quacks like a duck. It walks like a duck. Family is a duck, like, you know. Yeah, it's a duck. And, and, and you know, we would, we would rather risk joining the herd or trying to be down, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just being a part of where everybody else feels like it's safe to go. I'd rather be that salmon that swims upstream. Go against the go against the grain and get your waves, your 360. So that's really what we're doing, you know. And like I said, brother, it's all in love. We just want to make people aware. Hold on, I think this may be my co-host, Blue Pills uh, Line Drop. I don't know if this is him. Call it from the... Three four seven three six five. Is you blue? Oh, blue. You told us, right? Oh, mm-hmm. this one's so much alike now. Pardon? Hello? Sorry. Okay. Pardon me. Uh, call it three three four seven three six five. But yeah, brother. You know, so um, that's definitely what it is. Uh, I I really appreciate your question. Uh, thank you for asking that pertinent question. And if you do have anything else that you want to add, please do. No, I just I'm I'm just listening now. I mean like I said, I you know, when you said the 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 title and what it was about, I was like, I have to listen now. You know, I was at work and I'm like, I gotta listen, you know. Because I can't imagine what the parent you know, right. So my uh, question to you would be like, as a parent who who took the chance to listen to the show based on the title and, and the topic are you pleased or are you, you know, are you walking away from this episode with information that will empower and, you know, make things a little more clearer for you as to the topic? You know what? I mean, the thing is, this is that stuff that I've, you know, to talk to people around me, I've already told people that these were, no, I dealt with this situation firsthand. You know how you go okay. to a, a, like you say, a, like a witch doctor. It ain't a witch doctor. It's a uh, it's a white guy that that they say he can read your aura and tell you what's wrong with you. He can tell you you got cancer. He can tell you this and that. Well, no, he he yeah. looks at your face, does the stuff that people learn, and he goes to the computer and he prints off a sheet and you get these herbs, a herbalist, my bad, an herbalist. And I went to him and I was like telling him, you know, some issues I was having. You know, I'm just I'm, yeah. I don't feel I feel sluggish. I'm tired. I just can't, you know. And he was like, oh. You got you got a low testosterone. I'm like, well, what? And he said, yeah, your your body is turning, uh, your body turns testosterone into estrogen naturally. He says, but yours is doing it on a level that's that you you actually have more estrogen than you're supposed to have. I'm like, okay. So how do I fix it? He's like, well, you get you know like sarsaparilla and stuff and do that, and it'll it'll you know puff you up. And I was like, nah, I figured out. I just work out, and that that worked. You know, start working out, and you know everything was corrected. So, like I said, it it I've seen that, and then I was telling people that you know, when dudes start acting, you know, start bitching, you know, whining like a girl and stuff, getting mad, you know, with his wife. Well, you know what he did different. All of a sudden, he's drinking soy milk. He's been drinking soy milk for the past two, three months, trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. 
and all of a sudden he just has a different mindset. You know, I said, no, yeah. it's just soy milk. I said, because he's getting too much estrogen. And they say that, no, you're crazy. You know, you, you know whatever. And that's what they, the way they treat it. But I've been seeing this online, you know, before. But I never thought that, you know, it was a sub. That's the reason I asked him, asked the guy, is it, has it been shown or proven anywhere that this is turning people, you know, outside of their nature, it's changing people, because, that we know that it's doing it? You know, because I'm like, is it proven? Because I can't show anybody, you know, they see this study about this thing and that, you know, it's got to be point blank. This is why that person is acting like that before they'll understand. The average person really won't care. You can have this show 100 times a day, they'll be like, whatever, because, you know, they see gay people anyway. Some people are gay, and you can't figure out why they're like that. You know, well, how do you explain the women being gay? You know, is it the, is it the estrogen for them? What's going on with them? Why are they... Why are women liking women now? You know, want to dress like little boys. You know, all the women look like teenage girls now. I mean, teenage boys. You know. I mean, I just, I thought it was a good well, because nobody else is talking about it. Did you, did you get the show from the beginning? Were you able to catch the broadcast from the very beginning when the brother came on? I got the very beginning, and I I was you know doing some work in the middle part, and then I I jumped back in, but but okay. I did get the beginning. Well, he laid it out. He uh, he laid yeah. it out. He laid the evidence out. He gave you the um, different terms to go and research different chemical inhabitors, uh, different drugs. He basically laid his case out. He put it out there. If this if we was on trial. He came and crushed the, uh, the the prosecution, and he also has literature that he's produced as well to further substantiate what it is that he's bringing forth. So, you know, if you're saying is there evidence, I'm like, yeah, this show is the evidence that well, he dropped this evidence. Right. He's, right. He's adding on Phil Valentine. Um, there have been a, a slew of other uh, lecturers and teachers out there who do speak on this topic. And they bring up the same thing that this rap brother has been bringing up as well. They come from different he, angles. In terms so of he gave research. them. He gave them. He gave them the weapon. I say the weapon, but he gave them what they needed to back it up. Now. Yes, he's backing yes, it all up with the research. So we make it. Yeah, we it's it's here. You know what I mean? It's here. He he just delivered a plate of food in terms of um, helping us understand and understand. And, and, and see for a whole different, um, see it from a perspective that many of us may have never even considered. Right. Okay. Some of us are um, communicating and interacting with different beings, friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, or whatever, and there's a chemical, um, you know, imbalance that is occurring mm-hmm. in some of the that are around us, and we are myst- we're mystified as to what just happened. Like, how did that person change suddenly? Like, why is that person acting like that? You know, why is this dude switching up on me? And this is not the way that, you know, like, this is not how he used to act. Like, this is not how he's supposed to be acting as a dude. Mm-hmm. You know? And before we start throwing people under the bus, and before we start you know, rumors on people, or before we start 
you know, all of the negative things that can occur when a person starts acting outside of their nature, we're going ahead and identifying it from a scientific perspective or, or rather a chemical chromosome DNA manipulation type of angle so people can actually change their bed. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, I, if, if there's chemicals that we're being exposed to in certain foods or if there's chemicals that we're being exposed to by being in certain places, we may have to leave those places, make a concerted effort, a conscious decision. If I live around a whole bunch of nuclear plants and oil refineries and the brother just laid it out about the dangers and it's also documented, I'm talking about you could fill up the World Trade Center to the tippy top with all of the information and the lawsuits and the case studies and all of this stuff involving the, the uh, dangers of these chemicals and these plastics and the petroleum and what it has done to the animals that they research and tested. You you could fill up three World Trade Centers with the research. Okay. So I, what I, is I that? Yeah. I give him something else. But, uh, you know, the, the problem with that is that's just he just added – to the rest, you know, that's just, this is just one more problem that's being caused by the plastic plants. Like in Mexico, they can't even have those plants. A lot of those plants they can't have here in America. They won't allow them. So they have them right across the border, just right across the border in Mexico. And they've got such high rates of, of, of spina bifida. All the workers, the women workers, when they have babies, you know, it's like a, a percentage, like 20 and 30% where, you know, more than just the normal you know, more than the national and world average of, of spina bifida, they're like twice and triple that. You know, the kids mm. coming out with, with legs that haven't formed, or they, you know, their spines are open or whatever. That's and I mean, crazy. just because, yeah, from working in a plastic. Being, being a parent of a, my, my, my baby six months, you know, that's crazy yeah. to even think. You know, and you know, as a parent, that fear that you have in the, in the, in the delivery room is it's, it's joy mixed with. Let me just, you know, right. you do the quick, the, the ten toes, ten fingernails. Oh, you just do the quick oh. scan of the box to make sure that your child is fully oh, developed. Before that, my wife couldn't understand. She was like, she said that I cussed her out, you know, and I said I, 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 I deny it. You know, I don't remember that, but, you know, I probably did because I was upset, you know, driving her to the hospital and the people were clowning in traffic. You know, they weren't, you know, people jump cutting you off. It doesn't, it doesn't make me mad, you know, on a regular day, but I got my wife, and she's got my first baby. You got your go coming. And I got to go through traffic. You know, this is crazy. And so we, we get there, and I got to go outside and calm down. You know, I, she got mad at me, and I had to go outside. I go outside, and it's a guy on the phone explaining to his family that he has to go and make a choice. They told him he's got so many minutes to decide. He's got to choose between his wife or the baby. Because there's something wrong with her. Like she's she's going into shock or doing something, and the baby's killing her. It's not coming out. They can't do the C-section or whatever. And yeah, and if they do the C-section, she'll die, and the baby will live. Or they can go ahead and abort the baby, and bring they'll give her medicine to bring her back. You know, make her whole, but the baby won't be able to handle the medicine. The baby will die. And I was like, what? And I got to go upstairs, and you know, she hadn't had. I've never been to a birth before that. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. You know, that's one wow. thing where it's like, like them talking about going and having babies at home. That's the only reason that I'm afraid of something like that. I mean, I've had all mine. I'm not having no more. But, 
you know, that mm-hmm. was scary, you know, where somebody, you got to choose. How could you ask me that? You know, first of all, mm-hmm. I got to choose my wife. I got to choose my wife, you know, but she's going to kill yeah. She's probably going to kill me. She'll leave me. You killed my yeah. baby. That's all she'll say when she comes back. You killed my baby. Yeah. Wow, that's 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 heavy right there, brother. Yeah. That's a, that's and that's the way. So, when we're dealing with, you know, because I I I I'm believing my audience, our audience, family that's going to be receiving this information, they want to live a life of optimal health. And as a network and as a group, I'm under the I'm under the assumption that we are attempting to do it together. You know, we don't do these shows for ourselves. We're doing it to build our community and our network and to get this movement to um, health and wealth and knowledge itself so we could, you know, not just get the information and listen to it, but get the information, listen to it, weigh it out, see how heavy this is, weigh it, put it on the scales, and make a concerted effort that we don't fall victim but we are not affected by what it is that the information, data, the data, the big data is telling us. You know what I'm saying? It's making us aware and giving us basically um, one up. Right. You don't have to you know, be in fear. You don't have to battle and whatnot. You know, no one is half the battle. So by becoming aware that there's an attack, there's a chemical and a genetic and, and, and a germ warfare that's taking place, in urban cities, urban areas, uh, places that are surrounded by these industrial plants and nuclear oil and all of this other stuff, you know, hopefully, and because of the food that we're eating out of their supermarkets and inside of this established with the GMOs and the sprays and all of this stuff, hopefully it will encourage and it will motivate and activate those of us that are in this community who have those genes inside of us that will be able to change not only the world inside of us, the universe within, but everything around us. There are, there are Neos and Trinities and Morpheuses out there that, you know, hopefully they will be activated by not, not just this information per se, but a lot of the information is being presented. It's, it's, it's all being presented so we could create solutions and, um, you know, approach it and attack it from solution-based angles through either the use of technology or the use of, um, you know, manpower, economics, whatever it may be, we have to uh, make a concerted effort to not be affected, you know what I'm saying, and also to empower other people because I'm going to take this information and share it, mm-hmm. you know. I, uh, I went to... Um, Today at 3 o'clock, a friend of my father's, she wanted me to come to a training, you know what I'm saying, for, you know, they were training to um, sign, sign up, up for Obama. The... Right? right? So she wanted me to come sit in the training. It was like an hour and a half. So I'm sitting in there, and they're talking about the whole LBGT community and AIDS and all of this other stuff, you know, presenting their facts. And it's, also, it's always interesting to sit in you know, to find out what it is that their facts are telling them and, you know, how are they pitching it to the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was very interesting in, in, in terms of 
what it is that they're trying to do. You know, he broke down Obamacare. I wasn't really aware. And it's not even Obamacare. It's the Affordable Care Act. There you go. Right? Put it, they put it out years ago. I mean, he just they just threw his name on it. You know, the oh, Republicans threw, did. The Republicans okay. just threw okay. his name yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's been presented more like years ago they tried to get it out. They tried to pass it almost just like it is. Oh, the other thing, before I forget, I just want to mention that, you know, the LBG, you know, GT thing, that month, you you know, Black History Month, that's also LB, the, the lesbian gay month. They took that. Like at my job, when you go into the, the headquarters, they don't have the black, you know, Black History Month people up. They got famous gay people on the thing. But I wanted to ask the question that I had, the reason I, I raised my, my, my hand in the queue. Um, I didn't want to veer from the show, but is there a, and there should be, and you all would have it, is there a conscious Yellow Pages? Yes. Rep here. is there a conscious Yellow page? You know, like the yellow pages uh, with the phone book that, you know, where you got, uh, like, just say I wanted to find, I had, I wanted to order something from uh, from Phil Valentine. I want to order something from A.A. Rashid. Obviously, I can go online and find the. Yeah, peace to the family. Peace, family. Peace. Peace, peace. Brother Duncan, you still with us, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I got to go to these callers. Uh, pardon me, my line clips or whatnot, and it's all good. But we have a lot of hands up in the call queue. We're going to get into these uh, callers so we can continue the conversation. I want to say thank you, brother. And, um, right. you know, please, uh, if you have anything else that you want to add, just press 1 and I'll open up your line. Okay. All right, brother. Peace. Peace. All right. Call us from the 443-469. Peace and welcome to No Ledge. Call us from the 443. Peace. 443-469. All right, we'll go to our next caller. We'll get back to that caller. Call us from the 717-315. Peace and welcome to No Ledge Radio. Call it from the 717. Peace. All right, let's go to our next caller. Call it from the 520. Call it from the 520414. Well, I'm here. Welcome to Nota Can Can you hear me, King? Am I on? Greetings. Peace. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. How are you? All right. What's up? I'm good. And and you know what? What What's so funny is that I was I was talking to my king um, about, about about some things earlier because I can't never get through to y'all line. You know what I'm saying? Every time I listen to y'all blog talk, I can't get to y'all line. You know, I guess because I'm I'm all the way out here in Phoenix and uh, and y'all all the way over there. So. You know, maybe I'll come in too late or something, press one too late or something. But 
My name is Shabana. In my state, they just closed a couple dozen schools. Pretty soon, everybody... I'm sorry. My son pressed the button by mistake. Is it still working right now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. My, I put my son, my six-year-old, on a switchboard, and he pressed the wrong button. But please continue. I want to say welcome to the show. I'm glad that you got through tonight. I guess the ancestors have been working their magic, and um, the... Uh, the message that you have for us is something that we're going to need to hear. So uh, I would definitely I'm, encourage you. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm so very happy that I I'm, I'm so very blessed and thankful that I that I got through tonight. Um, well, y'all were talking about uh, some things, you know. Um, as far as for the homosexuality type of things, you know. Um, I was uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure you know who Nikki Love is, right? Yeah, that's people's. Okay. Okay, so I'm 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 on the line with her, and we were talking about the same thing just the other day, you know, and and then you talk about epidemic and pandemic and all these kind of things, but you know, we talking about genocide where it comes where it comes from, you know. Okay, you got all these different kind of foods and all these different kind of things that are, um, I guess, essentially making uh, some of these young brothers or older brothers, or whoever, um, homosexual. And, and, and all that And I just wanted to tell uh, the guy Who asked um, if there was a conference Yellow pages, no, all we have are these blog talks And, and this is how we work <laughs> You know, so I mean, he can he can stay tuned On all the things we'll be talking about You know, but at the same time um, You know, uh, Nick Love po- uh, uh, Posed some things As far as for, you know The black man being raised In um, uh, the single mother family and and all this kind of thing, um, basically saying that you know most of them most of them guys that get raised in this kind of environment where a single mother are, are around a whole bunch of women and all this kind of thing that they ultimately turn out homosexual and and all this and I had to disagree because you know um, because I know a lot of strong black women who have raised their young black men and in, into in, in bigger kings and and all this kind of stuff. I'm I'm trying to just like kind of just focus on the numbers. I know that it, it got a lot to do with the food, you know. I'm, I'm vegan myself, yeah. so I don't I don't I don't deal in a whole bunch of all that other mess. Like I don't I don't deal with all that other mess. You know, me I don't have no children myself. I don't I don't have no children. But you know, at the same time, if I do, I know that you know what I'm saying it's gonna be a, a, a certain thing in place because I have to be accountable. Um, for my little king or, or or my little queen as as they grow, you know, um, yeah. I think that I think that a lot of people are influenced by um, a, a, a a lot of media, um, a lot of famous people, you know, artists, you know. I think because like when I go outside and I see the gay boys or the gay girls and all this kind of stuff, it's kind of it's just kind of like a facade, you know, of, of what I see on TV, you know, it's it's you know of all of that kind of thing. So, Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it's, it, a, it's, it's basically a cloning. Yeah, it's it's a they're being you know because our people are impressionable, and our people are very trendy, and our people are being programmed through the media. You know, um, there's you know, a push. Our, our people is ran by spirit, and I feel like this. You know what I'm saying? Because we are a spiritual people, and we are the um, electric beings that we are, and we we do come from nature. 
You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 are the first people. It's like you know, if if we're gonna sit up here and we're gonna do the work and we're gonna talk about doing the work, then the work ultimately needs to be done. I I'm not gonna sit up here and say that you know you gotta um just possibly turn a gay boy into a straight man or you know or or anything like that because that that's some hard work. You know when they when they get put into a little setting and they feel like they gotta have some dick in a booty or something like that, you know, and I'm not trying to be, like, real explicit or anything with that, you know what I'm saying, but the accountability on it, you know what I'm saying, holding yourself accountable when when we, we are raising these, when we are raising these young kings and queens and we are doing what it is that we're supposed to do and we get back to where we're supposed to get back to, you know, you got Dr. Sabi, you got um, Dr. Phil Valentine, you know, when you talk about cancer and you talk about AIDS and all this stuff and all these things that we can cure ourselves and all these things, you know, to, to, to make a to make a person realize or to make a person even come to the fact, you know, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? So with me, it's like more of on the numbers of what it is that we're really doing, you know what I'm saying, and all this homosexual tendencies, whether it be with the food, whether it be with the single mother that's raising the kid around a whole bunch of women and he turned out to be this snap, snap, two fists and a biscuit and whatever, you know what I'm saying? This this right here, this is not this is not an epidemic, it's not a pandemic, it's a genocide. You understand what I'm saying? So if we gonna if, if we gonna do the work or or just try to make sure that, that, that black men and these black women, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of lesbian black women and it's a lot of gay black men, you know what I'm saying? So this this it, it's absolutely ridiculous to me. It's very unnatural. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't bash them. I mean, I guess do what it is that you got to do. But to me, in my own self, in, in, in my own womanhood, in, in my own happiness, it's very unnatural. So what do we do at the, at the point, and, and how does the work start at the point for us to do what it is that we got to do to bring these people out of this beastly nature, this, this thing that's not even of them? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because... It's a lot of people who sit up there and they, they watch this TV. You know, Snoop Dogg, I just posted something on Facebook. Snoop Dogg got his nails done and pretty colors and all this kind of thing. They going after all of this. You know what I'm saying? They're not even coming to this consciousness. They're not coming to this righteousness. They're not coming to this spirituality. So where is, yeah. it, where is it that we start? Where, how is it that we do it? Because I can sit up there and I can preach and I can say, Everything it is that I need to say, and because I feel like I'm doing the work, I'm going to say, okay, I plant the seed, you know what I'm saying? I wait for the seed to grow when it rains or however, you know, that is. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying, where 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 does it all begin? I follow you, brothers, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel y'all. Like I said, it's the first time that I ever even had a chance to talk on the blog talk. I was scared at first, but I'm not scared no more, you know what I'm saying, just to really talk and voice my opinion. But me being the sister that I am, you know, it's almost disgusting to me. And 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 because there's people that's not holding accountability or just not even holding themselves accountable for the things that are happening besides the food that they are feeding their children or um, the food that 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 the people who are already gay and lesbian are eating themselves. You know what I'm saying? How do we start on making this something? That is about us. That's that's about us. That's about being black. That's about being African. This is it's about being whole tech. It's about being everything. How do we how do we start with that? You know what I'm saying? Can we see the numbers? Can can I go out there and say, 
yo, you know what I'm saying, what is the deal? You know what I'm saying, without somebody really just coming at me because they angry because they think that I'm um, biased or whatever for their gayness and, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, I'm brother. Uh, um, do you want me to answer that or do you want the, the uh, guest for the I'm night to answer that? I'm a sister, and I want anybody to answer the can. All right, well, uh, you can... That. Yeah, yeah, you can answer. Go ahead. I would say that we are actively doing that right now, to be honest with you. I would I would say that that's something that the question that you're asking about, what is it that we would be able to do as a community, correct? Like as as, as a conscious community? I'm saying is that, okay, okay, granted, I'm out here in Arizona. I'm in Phoenix. This is probably one of okay. the most racist I've ever been in, okay? All right, we mm-hmm. got a sheriff here that um that disgraces black people. You know they 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 put down on us. So I'm 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 just saying like basically what I'm saying is because I am so passionate about my African culture. Where it is where is it that I start to let somebody know? I'm not trying to honestly. I'm not trying to um, just bring people out of their gayness and all that kind of stuff, but we all know, everybody on this blog talk know that that is not some natural shit. You know what I'm saying? That's not natural, you know? Mm-hmm. So where do we start? You know, I know you guys are doing the work, but where do we start on or where do I start on because I'm trying to do the work here, you know what I'm saying? And with all my passion, I got the passion of Haru, Aset, and all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here. So I'm trying to figure out where it is do I start to liberate some people or even just to show some people something out here. Oh, all that has to do is what you do, and I, I always use this formula. It's a sacred formula. It works. It's been tested and tried. You present the clean glass of water, never the dirty glass of water is on the table. That's your only task is to present right. the clean glass of water compared to the dirty glass of water. If we know that the black family and if we know that black mm-hmm. men and the image of a real black man, you know, the, the images of black uh, black families, a strong black man, the alpha male, things are being threatened and they're under attack, and we know the corporate America is in tandem with this thing because it's not. You can see it. You can see it in Hollywood. You can see it in the entertainment industry, and you see it in corporate America. They are preferring and they are actively pursuing. Me and another brother was having a, a talk about that. He works at a gym called Equinox in Manhattan, and he was talking about the spike feminine, feminized um, black men and how they act around Europeans. Now we didn't even get into that. We, we, we didn't even talk about that aspect of our brothers inside of these corporate structures and inside of the industries and whatnot and what they have, they, they, they manipulate their own selves because right. they're actually acquiescing to what they think the European will feel comfortable, at, you know, with them around them. But you can't be an alpha male, uh, uh, you know, you can't be a Jim Kelly, you can't be a, right. a, a real man, you can't, you okay, can't, you're not allowed to even okay. exude but, that kind but, of spirit or that kind of aura but, 
or that kind of algorithm around these okay. people, they will fire you from your job. You would get you would you would have all kind of uh, you know wars going on at the water cooler. You know what I'm saying? Like there's all kind of manipulation going on inside of these structures and whatnot. Okay. We were just talking okay. about the rise in in that that we saw. But what I'm saying is, you know, it, you you we we just have to do what we have to do. We have to okay, so we have to get the images out there. We have to get our with me saying that, though, brother, and I'm not trying to cut you off because I understand everything that you're saying, but with me uh-huh. saying that because I'm part of the get-along game, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, uh, this is not a commercial. This is this is not TV. You know what I'm saying? This is this is real. You know what I'm saying? This is this yeah. is not what everybody else is going by. You know what I'm saying? So how is it that how is it that I start without offending somebody or without you know what I'm saying? Like 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 going at them so hard and and, and just beating on beating on their head. You know what I'm saying? Because like half of the time. Some, well, half of the time, I feel like I got to do that. Most of the time, I'm humble. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at that. And, and, you know, I fight with that inside of myself, you know what I'm saying, because I'm just a little dis- disappointed, you know. And, and not even disappointed, I'm just a little bit disgusted, you know what I'm saying, because I know, you know what I'm saying, that our black men should not even be in this kind of place. And because they are, and because I do blame a lot of it on, media and, and a lot of it on, on the food, on the food, you know, you know, and these people who don't even know um, exactly who they are as being African, as being who they are, as being electric beings, as being nature beings, like, how do you start that? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm not just trying to beat nobody upside their head or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that, but how how yeah, how is please. it that begin to say, yo, brother, you know what I'm saying this way right here, this is not the way. I see so many people out here. Like I, I don't even know the conscious community out here in Phoenix. Like I really don't know. I know that Red and Blue was here not too long ago, but I didn't even know what they was doing because, you know, because um I I, I mean I was, I'm connected with my king and my king is the one that told me that they was out here. You know what I'm saying? But still at the same time. I'm just like, okay, so then what is we doing? Because I would like to be in the same place that they in so I can so I can get some, some info so that I can start what I need to start here. As far as for when it comes to that. Because it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that out here. So how do you mm-hmm. how do you begin? How 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 do you begin? How do you how do you start that? Because I've already liberated a lot of my sisters and a lot of my brothers, but when it comes to this 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 uh, homosexual, this nastiness, this deeply European type thing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost. Mm. Now, no doubt. I mean, I, I'm definitely feeling you. You know what I'm saying? And I would just say, you know, the circle that you have of uh, the brothers and sisters that you say have the liberated minds. And y'all are basically on the same frequency. I'm encouraging everybody in their communities to begin to form these think tanks. You know what I'm saying? Be, you know, form because the Europeans and and other people do the same thing. And you know, they take these they take think tanks, uh, research and development groups, and stuff of that nature, meetups and whatnot. And they they go ahead and put these issues on the table and come up with solution based um, ideas. You know. Um, because everybody's region is specific to, you know, everybody has unique situations in their regions. Regions are different 
and you know the the the, the um, some of the stuff that we do in New York to disseminate information and get the word out and to spread consciousness and wake the people up. This what the, the sleepwalking and stuff like that. You may not be able to implement that in your region because of just the politics or the way that the streets are set up. I'm in Harlem. We get ninety thousand people foot traffic a week. You know what I mean? When 125th Street is up and running. So the ratio aspect of being able to, you know, affect a large amount of people in a small amount of time is more, is larger than where you may be at because you may not have foot traffic of that degree. You may not be able to be in front of so many people in one week's time. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know what to say to them. To be honest with you, I really don't because I, I don't say nothing. I don't, I don't have conversations, you know, in the streets, when I see my young brothers out there in, in that mode or whatnot and moving like that, I don't really know what to say. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say to the sisters. I was on a train the other day. Two sisters was across from me making out. You know what I mean. And then I seen yeah. the, the the sister who's the aggressive. She kept peeking at me and whatnot. So she saw a look of you know there wasn't a look of satisfaction or agreement on my face. There was a look of confusion and some kind of, like, disgust, like, why are you doing that in on a public train in front of people? Like, what, what's going on, sis? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So do you agree, um, as well as the food might be affecting um, these young men, these these young black men, Do can, can you say that you agree that um, – that it has a lot to do with um, the woman that's bringing the man up singly. Well, like, people make that. Argue, yeah, people people do put that as 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 a factor. They utilize that aspect of men being raised by single women as a factor. And of course, I agree with it to an extent. The extent would be that there are a large percentage of brothers who were raised by single mothers who didn't succumb to, you know, uh, um, adopting a feminist, a, a feminized and a feminized role in the household and whatnot and being heavily influenced by the mannerisms, the, um, you know, just the whole uh, estrogen pool that, you know what I'm saying, that is that, surrounding them in their household and things of that nature. So you can't say that that's, that that's, that that's the sole responsibility you know, oh, that's the sole culprit and um, the children being manipulated and things of that nature. But I would say that because we have a majority of um, single mother households and even a, a, a woman who's really very honest would tell you that, you know, I don't know how to com- how to raise a man. I, I, there's certain things about raising a man that I'm Absolutely. not capable of doing. Absolutely. And that's the yes. job of a man throughout the Because a woman, huh? a, a woman is only, a woman can, can only be a woman. I, yes, what, what, I, what, I, what I do know is that I've, I've been around a lot of um, single mothers who have um, raised their children to be the men that they are supposed to be. Not gay, not, not none of that. You know what I'm saying? These, these, these boys... They doing what they doing what it is that they got to do as far as for being men, okay? You yes. know, but then you have you you have that exception of people, you know, you know, because I know a girl who who uh, puts wigs on her baby, uh, her baby son with, with paint on his nails and all kind of stuff. Like, so what are you preparing him to be 
you know, as he gets older? Is he going to be a man or is he going to be femme? Like, is he going to be a female? Like, what, what are you, what are you doing? You know? So I voice my opinion about this kind of things, and um, so I mean, it's just like I said, like I said, with me, it's just more of, and like you said, you, you. You can't say nothing, you know what I'm saying, as far as for like you being here and where I'm at, you know what I'm saying, because I see a lot of um, I see a lot of homosexuality. I, I see it. I mean, these guys is out here. They dress up like yeah. you know what I'm saying. They get bigger titties than me, yeah. and I'm just like, my goodness. Like this I'm is in like, New York. I don't I don't know no. if you realize what I don't know if you realize I'm in New York. Like I'm in Harlem. I'm in Brooklyn. Okay. Never, okay. The flood the, the flood of stuff going on out here. This is Sodom right here. Like it's turned up in New York. This they, I think they got Atlanta beat. You understand that they might have Atlanta by the coattails. Like this is going down in New York, up and down Harlem. You know where you see the brothers on YouTube where they got the Black Power and the flag is flying and you know the outdoor ciphers. Yeah, this niggas walking by every two minutes with high heels on and and um, Liberace glasses with little poodles in their bags and whatnot. Twitching, switching okay, down the damn block. With, you know what I mean? And you got sisters walking. Yeah, so Harlem, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this from an observant aspect. When I when mm-hmm. I came out of Harlem in 2005, when I first started, you know, um, bending out there. Now, like I said earlier, there's foot traffic in the in the in almost in the hundreds of thousands, especially in the spring and the summer. So by being out there, you're almost standing there and that the windows to the world is in front of you as people, you know, walk by and whatnot. So I was privy to see children growing up. I was privy to see cultures and trends catch on. You, I always could tell what the trend is because all you have to do is stand out there for a few days and you do the ratio. You, pick, you know what I mean? You, you can actually analyze where the people are going. So I've seen the effeminization. I've seen, the, I've seen how our people have you know, will devolve into that into that lifestyle, how they've been, you know, I've seen how media has manipulated and how cultures and trends and things, I've seen what the music and the videos did. I could tell when Ja Rule put the video out with the two girls kissing, how that caught on with the younger girls and how they started doing that more so. You know what I mean? Like all of these things, there's, there, there are like, there, there, there are marks in time when certain things got pushed, the agenda got pushed a little further. So okay, so what I'm saying. Okay, okay, and that's cool. And so since so it, it it's all a lot, or or where do we begin to make everything not lost? Or or you know what I'm saying? Like where do we begin to wake somebody up? Besides besides what is it you doing and what is it I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? And and, and we got numbers and, and we and, and we holding accountability and we holding all this stuff down. You know what I'm saying? Is it is all lost. That's what I, that's what I'm asking. Because our people right now is it is it is it, it, it's a it's a it's a genocide, brother. It's a genocide. It They're is. doing this it is. And and and, it and, and, is. and 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 they want us they want us to fall. They want us to this they want us to smell shit every day. You know what I'm saying? And 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 yep. I don't smell shit every day. You know, I, I, I smell I smell the flowers. I soak up the sun. You know what I'm saying? You smell, you I, smell I, Mm-hmm. What's that? I said you so, still so smell the roses. Is, is, is it, it going to come back to? Is, is, is it going to come back to our African heritage? Is it, it going to come back to oh, yeah. like, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. And you know, 
as a studier of all things occult, you know what I'm saying, occult only being that, that which is unseen, you know what I'm saying, the spirit realm. Um, when you study, when you study ancient cultures, you're speaking, you were talking about our African culture. Well, inside of our African culture, you will find when you go into many of the cultures, not just one of the cultures, I'm talking about many of the cultures, going all the way into um, ancient um, Hindustan, India, when you go into Asia, when you go into the African cultures, even when you come over here to the American Indian cultures and whatnot. I have um, a, a book sale that we're doing. It's 20 books for $20, and I would encourage anybody looking for solutions and answers and further research to invest in themselves. I'm giving books away for a dollar. These are a 100 um books, and I'm selling them for a dollar. Like, you know, I'm really blessing the family. And in some of these books, it speaks of, from a a spiritual standpoint, because we're going to talk about spirit right now, because we are spiritual people. And it speaks about time, the epochs that we are in, and it talks about ages and things of that nature. And it speaks about the age of the Kali Yuga, and it talks about the age of the of the darkness, and it speaks about this age where the people are going to where, where they're going to exhibit behaviors, and they're going to exhibit a quality of life, and they're going to behave in certain ways. That when you read these when you read these books, and when you read these prophecies, and when you when they speak about these times and ages, one does not have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to be deep. You don't got to be like mad educated to be able to draw the comparisons and identify mm-hmm. the time or the epoch that you are currently exist in right now. And what it speaks of is what it is that we are witnessing and seeing. But it also speaks of a time, and it also speaks of chaos, order coming out of chaos, and the fact that you will see things deteriorate before you because there are other things that are rising. I'm focused on you. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on me. I'm focused on my six-month um, baby, my six-year-old son. I'm focused on your, 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 your seed that hasn't even come yet. That's who we are right. focusing on because as I see things fall, I see things rise. I'm not writing nobody off, but if they write themselves off, then that's on them. You can't, this is not about, you know, uh, we putting on capes and we're going to fly into the, into the burning building and save everybody because at the end of the day, some people have decided and they've made a choice before they even got here that they were going to, if this is the, this is the movie stage, they decided that was going to be the role that they was going to play in the movie. But we have work that we got to do. So we have to focus on our health and wellness, our well-being, and, and us rising as a nation and standing on something that we understand is in tune with nature. Now, what we've done as a, a to be responsible, responsible citizens, and ones who believe in uh, uplifting fallen humanity, what the brother has done, what the less has done, even what you, what you have done by even having ciphers with your circle, as we've been disseminating information that we will hope will help those on their journey in life to take the right, the right decisions and take that path, even if they find themselves off the path, to put themselves back on the path and, and basically uh, uh, strive to meet their higher selves, you know. Right. And, and, and at the end of the day, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, you know. So we're here to build, we're here to help, but we're also here to destroy 
that which we feel is a threat to the truth being present. Because I'm about the truth. I don't even want to be where the truth is. And when the truth is in a building, falsehoods can't exist. So, yeah, you will destroy things when you come through. You will you will make builders fall and tumble and whatnot. You will make bombs go off. You know what I mean? Our people are inundated at this point. They are up to their necks in the deluge. And we've thrown, we're throwing lifesavers. We're throwing the raft overboard. We're throwing the rope out there. But this is a time that we are living in that is ass backwards. It's upside down. It is the Kali Yuga. Study the Kali. Go ahead and Google the Kali Yuga. K A L I Y U G A. You know, I know about that. I know about that. The holy <laughs> Indians. Yeah. You know, and this is the rain because our people fell out of power. It's a pit stop in history. It is a pit stop in our in our uh, millennia and in 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 our um. You know, in our whole run, our basically our run, which lasted for millennia, this is a pit stop. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm cool with the pit stop because I know how long we've reigned and how we were in high civilization and we were at. We have to focus on our immediate circle. Blue Pill was broadcasting earlier. He just came from a um, a convention, a health and convention center where they were making millions of dollars in transactions. But it wasn't our people, of course. It wasn't us. When he was in Arizona where you're at, there was a gym trade show that went on for a month. Our people weren't present. You know what I mean? Man, I'm so he's mad like, about that. Like, man, I'm so mad about that. You don't even understand. Oh, my goodness. No okay. No doubt. And our duty at this point, what I what I see our 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 what I see that we could do to balance the scales and to help things get back into um, a natural order is we have to adopt the ways of, you know, uh, a, a healthy network, you know what I'm saying, a, po- a more positive network, a more economically and spiritually healthy people, eating right, right, you know what I mean, thinking right, reading right, doing right, we're going to see a lot of things change around us. But, right. you know, I, I see shit fall apart in the community right now. I see the community in shambles. So whatever else is outside of the community that's falling apart at a fast pace, you know what I mean? Like at a very fast pace. And look, and look, but even and I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, King. But um, just a lot with with the community is that you got a whole bunch of people that just talking and talking and talking about some things, and then you know you really just don't see the numbers, you just don't see the work. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of it's kind of almost like. You know what? 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 What is it all for? You know, I already know what it's what it's all for with me. You know, so mm-hmm. I, so I do the work. I, I do the work. I do everything it is that I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I, I feel really thankful and 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 I'm blessed because you know I done got on this line so many times before, and I done set foot, and I ain't never got a chance to talk. You know, I get a chance to talk, and so I feel like now is my time to say something. You know. So, like, that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing with me, you know. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm out here doing the work, and I mean, I guess we all just got to do what it is that's necessary for us to, um, yeah. for us to become, like, yeah. what, what's supposed to be really, really going on, for us to get back to who we are and, and, and all of that. So, you know. We can't, yeah. we can't take, 
we can't take none of that stuff personal, first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah, you know? no, no. We're well, not taking it personal. I don't take it personal. I, like I said, I just be, it just be too late. You know, every time I start one, it's too late, and the show be almost over and all that. So I don't take it personal or nothing like that. And I, I don't really take too much of nothing personal because I already know what it is that I'm doing and the work that I'm trying to do and, and everything that I'm doing for myself and my people and, and all that good thing. But I'm, I'm very, very thankful that I even had a um, chance to talk to you guys and, and, and humbly speak. Man, I love all y'all, you know. like this, this Well, we love you this, too, and I'm very thankful that you called in. You know what I mean? I'm honored and blessed that we got you on the line. And, you know, like I said, and, and, and you're in Phoenix, you're in Arizona, you're on a very powerful grid, you know. Oh, and yeah. like I said, I, we would love to come down there and focus on the community that exists down there, even if it's two of y'all. If it's 220 of y'all or 2,000 of y'all, that's the contribution that we would say in terms of what to do and how to do it. There is no proper answer. Just my thing is let's just do the work. Like, the best the, the best solution that I may walk away from this program, the next solution, not the best, but the next step, is like I spoke to the brother when I, when I mentioned earlier, that now it's time to take this and put it in a documentary format, a, you know what I mean, in, in a way that we could encapture this information on film where we can actually go and do the interviews, go to the chemical plant, show you in real time that these things, right. show you the birth defects, show you you know, all of the different foods that these that these chemicals, these gender-bending chemicals contain and whatnot, actually show and prove. So if I'm seeing right. a group of brothers or sisters that may need this information, instead of this is the icebreaker, I go into my bag or I go into my jacket and I pull out the documentary and I kindly, with love, right, with love, not with condemnation or uh, 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 judgment, I'll pass them the DVD, and I'll say, this is for me that you will love, brother or sister. Please, when you get a chance, look at that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, because inside of the DVD, there won't be we'll, – we'll give them solutions. We'll give them some of the I, stuff that – Dr. Sabi, Dr. Sabi in the Usha Institute sells an herb called T1, and that's called testosterone 1. I was familiar with the properties of testosterone at 10 years old, because he was selling the T1, and I, I wanted to know what was T1. And they were like, well, T1 helps your testosterone count or whatnot. So later on down in life when you hear about, when I started hearing about people manipulating testosterone, people manipulating, and they, I also learned about estrogen back then. So the mm-hmm. information, being exposed to the information at a young age, prepared me for the future. So when I came across, um, you know, chemicals and foods that had, uh, 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 chemicals that would threaten and, and, and tamper with your testosterone and your estrogen, I was fully aware. Now being aware, I was able to protect myself. So right. we got to make people aware. The, you know what I mean? The Disney Channel is not teaching our babies that. Nickelodeon, MTV, and VH1, they're not going into the science of it. They're just giving you the lifestyle and saying, live that. Oh, you would be if you live like this. And now it, in New it, York, they're telling the black man to get a job, my nigga, to get a job, to feed your babies, and to be a part of society, you got to be a certain kind of way. Right. They're saying it in so many subtle ways. 
They won't come out definitely. People are waiting for somebody to just come on the news and say it to their face. That's how ignorant our people are. They don't understand subliminal suggestion. But when they celebrate somebody in the NBA and they're saying in all of the different leagues, there's not an open, out-of-the-closet gay player, and he's the first one ever to play basketball. So what happened to the monogam- to the polygamous basketball player who had three wives who decided that he wanted to get signed by a team? Why didn't ESPN cover him? What happened to the player who likes menages? You know what I'm saying? And he, he likes to sleep with four women at once. Why didn't they put him on the TV? I didn't hear he got signed to a team. But you're telling me about this man whose preference is another man. That's his sexual behavior. You're not telling me about other people's sexual behavior, so I need to know about his. Yo, that's juju. I'm telling you right now, that's all juju. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I I'm, I I'm, I I guarantee you that I'm going to be one of them sisters that y'all see, you know, in the headline. And, 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 and guarantee, you know, we all going to meet up with each other. I'm, I, I do... Um, well, I am a little bit upset that I had missed the whole thing when 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 the guys had came out here. Like I was a little bit upset because you know because <laughs> I ain't know nothing about it. But I really need to know oh, um, how to get in touch with y'all on Facebook or through internet. You know what I'm saying? Can y'all tell me some information so that I can oh, follow you, y'all? Let, we got to take this conversation uh, offline as well and build. Um, you know, and like I said, I'll send you a package of information. You know what I'm saying? You you may just have to become, you know, a sidenetta a, a of, of Arizona, just handing out DVDs to people with information or something. You know what I'm saying? You know, but um, the email they're not ready. is, well, we got to make them ready. They wasn't ready in Harlem back in the day, but we made them ready. You okay. know, they wasn't ready in Brooklyn, and we made them ready. So sometimes the people are not ready, but it's in the air. I, I bet you that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying it's all regional when it comes to our people. But I've been around the mm-hmm. globe, and I'll let everybody know that everybody is ready. Right. You know, because it's not going to be everybody. It's going to be it's going to be two out of twenty, and and you you should be cool with that. You should be yeah, very cool I'm, with that. I'm way cool yeah. with that. <laughs> you should be way cool because this information that we're talking about. It's gonna be. It's gonna come out twenty years from now, ten years. They may give Morgan Freeman a show, or they may even. Now he might be too old, but they may be. You know what I'm saying? Like they may give somebody like Terrence from 106. He might be a. He might give do a show where he's talking about the science of the gender benders, and then people will believe it. And then they'll be like, "Oh, that's what's it." Like Kevin Hart might do a movie where they where they introduce that concept, but until then, this is the underground. You know, certain people are privy to the information, and we right. do what we can to break it down into baby food to feed it to the people that we love and that surround us in our circles and our networks and our coworkers and all of that. And that's what that is. But the email is KTL. The email is KTL. Huh? KTL. Yeah, KTL. Then ledge empowerment at Gmail. One more time, KTL. Yes, empowerment, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T at Gmail, KTL Empowerment at Gmail. Um, I'm on Facebook under L. Philthmore, E-L-P-H-I-L-T-H-M-O-O-R, and my brother's on Facebook under Paul Moreland, and Nodalist TV is the fan page for the uh, radio show. Okay. 
All right, so, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. We got mad hands. I, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines for our other callers. But um, sure. definitely salute to you. Salute to your king. You know what I'm saying? Salute to your, your movement. Salute to your journey, your personal journey. You know what I mean? I applaud you for everything that you're doing. I feel your passion and your energy, and we need more sisters like you. So I'm encouraging you, whatever I could do to help you rise up and do what you feel that you are sent here to do, that I'm going to do everything in my power to help. You know what I mean? Because it's each one, teach one. All right. I got it, brother. Salute. All right. Peace. Hotel. All right. We have a caller from... Let me go to this 365 caller because I don't know that if this is blue or not. Caller from the 365-56, is this you, Blue? 347-365. Peace. Hello. Greetings. Greetings. Hello. Can you hear me? How you doing? Loud and clear. Yes, we can. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Actually, um, thank you so much. My question is about the atrazine, that chemical that's found in what medication? I don't know what medication he mentioned. Oh, and then he Duncan. said that that doctor, Dr. Troy something, what is that doctor's full name, please? Yeah, and name he is, was uh, um, Dr. His name is uh, Dr. Tyrone Hayes. Tyrone, thank you. Tyrone Hayes. And what is the name of that Tyrone chemical? Hayes. That the atrazine, the, the medicine. Yeah, it's known as atrazine, and it's a it's a herbicide that's widely sprayed on corn. It's, okay. it's not a, It's made by a it's made by a pharmaceutical company by the name of Syngenta, but it's an herbicide that's widely sprayed on corn. Yes. Dr. Tyrone Hayes, got that. Thank you. Yes, that'll be all. What is your name, please? My name is Curtis Duncan. Um, you can check me out on Facebook. at um, My Facebook name is www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Curtis Duncan. And my website is www.curtisduncan.com. C-U-R-T-I-S-D-U-N-C-A-N. That's www.drcurtisduncan.com. Um, you can also email me uh, at dr. period c-u-r-t-i-s-d-u-n-c-a-n at gmail.com too. Okay. Brother Duncan, are you available for lectures and um, seminars? Absolutely. Uh, I love doing lectures. I love speaking in front of people, and I'm definitely available for that. Indeed, indeed. Thank you so much. Have a blessed night. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Blue and Red. Thank you. Hotel. Welcome. Thank you. Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to go to our next caller. Uh, we have a caller from the 404. Shout out to the ATL. KTL will be in the ATL hopefully next week. 404957. Hey. 
gave the answer when he was talking. When when you see where they're attacking us, they're attacking us at the, you know, when I asked him the question of uh, are they changing us as, as men? Are they transforming us into homosexuals? He was like, you know, it was like, nah, the only chance of that being a major factor is at the baby level. And that's where she can, you know, where we can do something. You know, when a child is is being formed, you know, when we say, or when they're, when they're born and they're growing up, we can feed them right and everything, but also mentally we got to feed them right. You know, when you see a kid and you rate, like the, the Bible says, you raise a child in the way it should go, and when it when it grows up, it will not depart from it. So you yeah. got to raise them to be a man. Raise them to be a certain way. Let them know, I don't like this, you know. You know, I don't like you acting like this, or I don't like seeing that, you know. Get them and basically, I mean, if if, if they're going to brainwash them a certain way, you're going to have to counter that brainwashing at that level. Like, find kids. Even if you don't have children, you find anytime you got little nephews, nieces, or other little kids, mm-hmm. you got to instill it in them. Instill what you what values you feel are important, and that's all they're doing. They tell you what, you know, the the media tells you what they what they value. Yeah, you know, they say, well, you got to you got to go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say that we were taught from mouth to ear, you know. Yeah. We were taught from mouth to ear. And and we, we got to do it to a certain extent. And after a generation or two, if we if we all consciously do that, if we start doing it and it's okay to do because you're not ever you're not going to be able to go and attack what they did with the, with the, uh, uh, the guy that came out. You know, you, you're not going to find guys, you know, heterosexual. They're going to start coming out to counteract that. You can't do that. You, you know, come out and say, well, I'm heterosexual. I'm straight. You know, I'm the first straight straight guy. You know, you, you can't do it. It's not the same. It's not yeah. going to work. But you can just, when that comes on TV, you got to, you know, tell your, your son or daughter how you feel about it. And, I mean, and not sugarcoat it because there's no, there's no, you know, person going to stop you from saying what you're saying to your child. You know, some people are messing the kids up, but, you know, if you're trying to teach them right, all you can do is what you know. And if you know and what she, like she's saying what she feels, teach that to the children. And if somebody, you know, says, no, you don't tell my kid that, well, then you stop. But until they say something, do it. You know, because that's why they're pushing all this stuff on TV, because we ain't saying nothing. We don't care. You know, just think about, like, y'all did the show on the on the word uh, I, I caught that the video about the word nigger. Yes, sir. Okay. The person that made the biggest and actually finally said what they feel was Seinfeld. I listened to a a, a document or a show with with uh, about that that show that y'all did where Seinfeld came. He was in the audience when they did a, a 
symposium or whatever they did after the show, after that thing aired on VH1. Seinfeld mm-hmm. said, why is it that some people can say it and some people can't say it? You know, and that's the reason that, that white people get so upset. They're trying to make it to where you can't say it at all, to where it's like a cuss word, you know, that nobody can say it. Well, because, yeah, if a, if a little kid can get a grown man in trouble by telling on it, you know, they, they, they're afraid of that. You know, that little kid can say nigger all day long, but that old white man cannot say it without retribution. Well, you know, yeah. even though we really, even though we don't do nothing. That's the killer part. People talk about how, oh, I would have done this. I have yet to see in 36 years somebody slap the hell out of somebody for saying nigger. I mean, I haven't seen very many white people say it, but I've never seen that happen. But when you heard one say it, ain't nobody do nothing to them. Right. You know, that's that's what all this so is. So it's still a bluff. Yeah. You know, you know. it's still a big bluff thing. No doubt. I want to let the family know. Um, it's 11.55, five minutes before the live stream gets cut off. If you want to follow us, continue the conversation. All you have to do is call in 347-637-2135. That is 347-637-2135. And um, we will continue. We do have hands up. I want to yeah, say thank ahead. you to Paul. I appreciate uh, you answering the question and adding on, and I'm definitely sure that the sister was able to receive that information. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. And... No doubt. All right, Hotep. Yeah. Hotep. All right. We have, uh, let's go back to the 404 because the hand went back up. 404-957. Peace. Welcome to Nova Ledge Radio. Oh, I'm just Peace listening. Forever. I'm just listening. Oh, all right. Peace. All right. All right, we have a caller from the 520414. They tune me in to have a conversation. Oh, is this the sister from Arizona? I don't know. I don't know if y'all were coming back to me or what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace. Uh, all right. I didn't know that that was you. All right. Let me go to another caller. All right. Caller from the 813-205. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. 813-205. Hey, how you guys doing? Peace. How are you? All is well. All right. Well, I just wanted to make a comment because I don't know... Um, I'm glad you guys are talking about this tonight, but it's, like, it's sad, but I've gotten to the point where I think, like, all men are gay, and I feel like I don't, I know I'm not the only female that's saying this or feeling that way, but it's, like, I just, it's, like, I think my brother gay, I think my daddy gay. You know, it's crazy because how it's been, like, you know, it's been an epidemic, and I'm here in Florida, so it's, it's it's gotten really bad here, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Let me. Um, let me I feel bad for uh, saying it, but like I said, I just. Hold on. Hold on. This is the first time. This might be the first time in blog talk history or know the ledge. Some 
sister call her Daddy J. I want to know what would make you come to that conclusion about your own father. It's um, it's just because it's like it's you know how people think just because you black and you dark skin you ghetto, or you you know you you um, talk proper you trying to be white you know it's it's like it's it's the it's become that to me you know that's how mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like like you guys said you know you just it's like you almost been brainwashed to think this and i feel bad but and i know my daddy not gay my dad is like 56 and he has mm-hmm. three young children like i have like three little sisters or whatever I know my brother not oh. gay. You know, it's just I just you yeah, know it's just in the back of my mind now. You know exactly so. because you're saying that society is manipulating your perception of men to such a degree that you're like, yo, the flood is so deep. Like, it's so many men like this that even my own family to this point, I can't trust the fans. <laughs> exactly. No doubt. No oh. doubt. And. We we have to hold on. I want to open up uh, our host, our guest for the night, Brother Duncan, Doctor Duncan, seven seven zero two nine two. Yeah, this is me. I'm sorry, I got I got disconnected there. Did you, Bonnie? Did you hear this sister from the um, the minute I opened up her line? Yeah, yeah. She was saying that um, she, you know, uh, she she feels like you know every man that she encounters is gay. Um, yeah, no, I heard her. She wasn't, necessarily, she wasn't necessarily saying that per se, but oh, she was I'm saying sorry. that she's been manipulated to the degree through, through mm-hmm. you know, where she lives in Florida. I don't know. Are you in Miami? No, I'm. I'm from my. I'm, I was born in Miami, but I live in. I live like in St. Pete, so. St. Pete. I must be psychic because I, I surely was about to say that. Wow. So she's saying that, and I'm sure you watch reality TV and cable and everything in the videos, correct? Well, I don't watch music videos, but I've I done got caught up in you know like basketball wise and all of that. But so you know Miss um, Jones, all of them, you, you know about them, right? Know about who? Miss J and all of the you know like the, the people, the brothers that wear heels on the show. Yes, yes, all yes, right. and I, I. So, well, so and what you, you just don't understand, like the what I see here in Florida, like how you were talking about in New York, how bad it is. I mean, it, yeah. it's really bad here too, and to where you can walk in the supermarket. And I know about like the girls getting the booty implants and all of that. You yeah, see yeah, that yeah. like heavy. Here and a and a lot of the dudes here are like down low, and they messing with these type of like transgender, whatever you want to call them, and you yeah. just is yeah. So like like I said, I didn't got to the point where I just I I I think my daddy gay, you know, and yeah, and they they affected the trust issue. Yeah, they, 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 they
and I saw how um, 50 Cent was, like, putting um, Rick Ross and um, Snoop Dogg on blast. Like, how y'all, I didn't even know Snoop Dogg was getting French manicures. Like, that's just so and this is this is Snoop Lion. Hold on, let's. I gotta get. I gotta reiterate that this is Snoop Lion. This is a man who went and did a documentary going into the mountains with the Maroons, not just with regular Jamaicans. He went into the mountains with the Maroons, the most, you know, like firebond. You know what I'm saying? Batiman for dead, like those kind of Jamaicans. The the long Nazi dreadlocks, you know, uh, Bunny Whaler and all of them. This is Snoop Lion who said that he don't want to do gangster rap. He's doing manicures. He's doing French manicures with designs and putting it on Instagram like, yo, this is what's up. I, so, I mean, so it's like I would hate for a man that I know to see something like that and think it's cool. And then I'm going to be looking at you like, why would you think that's cool? Like, what's in the back of your mind? It's like, it's just. I just I I hate what's going on now, you know, and I like 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 I said it's so heavy here. I've had a really close friend and I you know, I really cared about him. He was gay. But I I would tell him all the time, I was like, I don't approve of what you're doing. Like I feel like you you know, I I've I've said this one time to him, I was like you it's like you're a waste. <laughs> but you know, and I was jokingly saying it but it you know Maybe some of them be so sweet to and so kind, like you can't help but hold conversation with. But it's like I know something is wrong with you. Like you just can't think what you're doing is okay. So I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting to hear like you, the sister who came on before, and to hear you speak. I want to applaud you. I want to say that we love you. Because I was confused, you know what I mean, yeah. over the over the years and the weeks and the months, because I thought that all women were in total agreement as to what was going on in our society because of the way that, and, and I'm guilty of saying that I've been manipulated through the media and through popular culture to feel like all women have accepted that with open arms and there's nobody that's opposing that. The child, that all women are cool with the fact that, you know, because I've had women tell me, well, the brother doesn't try to sleep with me, you know what I'm saying, and we could conversate about things that me and my boyfriend can't conversate about, and he's, you know, he's able to, you know, see the world through through, through a woman's eyes and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's what other women are for, though, right? Like, I, don't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find out that there was a shortage of women. Like, you know, you you can still find a friend to talk. You don't need a, a guy, but. I'm just saying, like, I didn't, we, you know, just walk in the streets because it, it, it's, 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 you, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see women kind of like checking that stuff. Like, yo, what's, what's up with you? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. But that's not really, you know, I, I guess I'm looking for too much because that might not be what I'm able to see. But, well, yeah, like, you know, like I said, I told him, I said, you know, I come across a few guys that wanted to, you know, it's certain, certain sometimes, you know, certain gay guys, they they want to be around a certain girl because of the way she look or how she dress. You know, I've come across so many that wanted to, you know, a couple that wanted to be my friends. And, you know, I thought myself the first thing I wanted to do was talk about it. You know, what, what's going on? You know, why this happened or how has this happened? You know, 
and and are you willing to change? You know, I've never I've never accepted it with open arms. You know, and like right now, I I just can't find myself even now. You know, talking to these guys anymore. Like, you know, I can call one guy that I was you know close friends with every day if I wanted to, but I just don't. You know, because I know he's gonna be like that the rest of his life. And you know, like I said, I just I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like how I feel. I wish I didn't feel this way because I even look at my baby daddy and have things in the back of my mind, and it's like, <sighs> so. I mean, yeah, it's it's creating a situation of this eroding the trust, and, right. you know, eventually when the trust goes, what else goes out the window is the respect. I've had so many right. women speak about the lack of respect that they have for men to justify even their lesbianism. Like, yo, I don't respect men no more. F that. You know what I'm saying? Dudes is not even real no more. I'd rather just rock with a chick. And I'm like, really? Like, is that really the answer? Or could you not wait it out and just change, you know, change your, and, and, you know, change what's going on within you, and you'll attract that king. You'll attract that, that alpha male or that real, you know, they say they want a real nigga. You know what I mean? Like, you 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 may manifest and magnify that person. You don't gotta just rock. You know what do you? Because what are you gonna get out of another woman? She's exactly. acting like a man. Who's who's? She's portraying the role of a man, and then you got then you got men that's portraying roles of a woman. But did the woman ever ask herself, that man doesn't even want to be with me? Like there's men all around you, but he don't even want you like that. And right. In my mind, and I'm not judging, once again, you know, you always got to put that disclaimer out there, but I just thought that that was a very natural process that if a man is around an attractive woman who's, you know, there's a magnetism going on, he'll want that woman. You know, there's just certain things that kick in. Like, you know, I thought it was automatic. Like, you know, Lazarus is reawakened. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my grandfather used to say, the woman had the the power of bringing dead people back to life. I used to be like, what you mean, Grandpa? And he'd be like, what other person on the earth could come around you and your dead prick comes back to life? <laughs> you know, she got the power to raise the dead. So I just figured that that was a natural process that men have around women that they've attracted to. But I guess not. You know, I guess not. You know, but... um. Thank you for your comments. It was very, uh, you know, something that, that, that I'm sure that the family um, appreciates, your honesty. And uh, we're going to go to these hands because we got a lot of hands going up. I, All as, right. Well, thank you, guys. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep your line open. As a representative to sisters out there, to the goddesses, to the queens, you know what I mean? I want to have a balance, and, and it's cool with you tonight. So I'm going to keep your line open, okay. and we're going to go to another call if you're cool with that. Okay, yes. Thank you. All right. All right, so um, let's go ahead and uh, open up the 717. Call it from the 717-315. Peace. Peace. It's about time you woke up. 
You are under attack. Your enemy has escalated his game, and you have stood flat-footed and watched your men be drawn up like women. The term you use is bitches. The bottom line is, what do you expect out of war? We cannot sit back and expect someone to come to our aid. Many times we fall on our face now because we seek the help of someone coming to our rescue. If you are going to be rescued, then be the hero and rescue thyself. The girl who called, the sister who looks at her good men, even her father in terms, and speaks of the determinate ways that he is projected outwardly. Where are the warriors? Because we are at war. We are at war on the physical, mental, spiritual, and environmental level. Where do you think you are going to fight at if you don't fight where you are? My brothers and my sisters, do not be discouraged because we have nature in our favor. Nature always corrects itself. The very thing that they want from you most will be the weapon you will use against them. Get away from the flesh. Then power your melody. Your mind will be open to the ancestral knowledge that have always made you kings and queens. Hear me. Your time is never short. Your mind is slow. You stop exercising your rights naturally, spiritually, and they have taken them away physically. There are warriors watching from a distance who cannot do anything because of the change of their environment, whether they be mental, physical, or spiritual. The African in America is the one who must step forth and show that he is prepared to fight and all men and women of color of the world shall rise with our soul. Peace. That was amazing. Are we ready or what? That's the question. Are we reading so that we can become empowered to stand and fight, to be able to community come together as a family? Are we ready to plan and execute? I am tired, but I am not weak. I am aged, but I am not a fool. If wisdom is ever going to rise, just what is happening today is only a platform for tomorrow. Black, red pill, blue pill, Dr. Curtis, these leaders cannot go into your neighborhoods. You must step out of who you are in your neighborhood to show others in your neighborhood that you are prepared. In spite of what the circumstances may be, we are prepared. Millions have died to get us to this point, and millions more will die. That's why they do what they do. Make no mistake, they know they are in war. The ones who don't know is you. Wake up, my brothers and sisters. 
because guess what? Our mothers, who they've actually devastated, were the first warriors, men of wisdom, doctors, as the brother here, and leaders. That's just red and blue pill, or you would not have this form. I'm happy to be here, and I may not be here all the time, but when I do, they give me what I turn to them for. So you have to either be a part of the solution or fall to the wayside like those who choose to eat the meat because actually that is not our nature. I must say before I go, once again, Brother Red and Brother Blue, you have bought someone not only strong enough to nourish our minds but to help plan our offensive attack. Thank you, my brothers. Let's step out the queue. Hello? Hello? Yes, red pill, blue pill for that? Did you say something, my brother? No, I'm, uh, the, my phone just got unmuted a while ago. I'm not sure if the pill is still there, unless it lines up. Can I say? Can I ask Dr. Curtis one question? Dr. Brother, speak on what we should do next. What we and how, what, how we can empower ourselves in the midst of our circumstance. Can you do that for us, brother? I'm not here alone, am I? Hey, 
I didn't even realize I had mute on. Lord have mercy. Hello, is everybody there? We are here. From the two five, yeah, call it from the 253-592. Are you there? I didn't even realize I had my mute on like, the whole time when I was talking. Pardon me. Um, peace. Peace, peace. Yes, indeed, he did. Do you have any um, uh, questions, comments, or concerns that you want to share? I had, I had two comments, and, uh, and I'm going to be brief. Uh, first, okay. I'm going to give a shout-out to Know the Ledge Radio. We're continuously holding Thank it you. now. Thank you. Uh, I just retired from the military, and uh, I think we 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 built on uh, who, my, who my old earth was uh, some time ago. Say that again. Uh, Nadine okay. Gilliard. Nadine Gilliard? Yeah, uh, A. Rashid and Black Dot came to Germany. Uh, we did the lecture over in Germany in 2009. Oh, oh, peace to God. No doubt, peace, yeah. Peace. Yeah, so I finally got a chance to give a shout-out to No Ledge Radio on the air. Um, oh, yes, that's history right there. Coming from a military background, just knowing that there's a couple things that's at work here. And to the sisters who called in, uh, peace and love to you. Uh, stay strong is, is my words of encouragement to you because it's, it's lonely. This conscious path is not popular. Uh, my foundation yeah. is the nation of God and earth. Uh, it's 5% for a reason. So... 5% is representing uh, of a small and the masses of the people have never gone anywhere towards independent thought. They have, there's only been the, a small percentage of the people who have been leading people towards consciousness, even in mass numbers. Even within that, there, was all, there will always be some sort of opposition when it comes to dissatisfaction. But uh, this homosexuality thing is is more so economic than it is anything. Uh, if you understand that if there are no black men, women together, if they're not together, if they're not united, there's no children. There are no children. And the original people on the planet, being that we are the original people, uh, the gods and the goddesses on the planet, and there are no Black children being born, who's winning? Who stands to make a capital gain in this society when there are no black children being born? So if the black man and black woman are at odds and the black child is an onlooker, who is that? Who stands to make a capital gain? So if I defeat the black man within his psychology, defeat the black woman within her psychology, to look to other than self and kind for validation. Who stands to make the capital gain? So this this poison has been brewing for a long time. Uh, you know, it, it affected the, the, the Panther movement with 
joining up with the Great Panthers and all of that. And this uh, feminist movement. The, the black woman never had a problem with her identity, with her cultural or spiritual identity. Until the she did not. Until the she did not. Movement. <laughs> she did not want to wear so, brown wigs. Right. So when when you when you forget that you are the creator and you start dealing as if you are creation, who stands to make a capital gain? We are in a capitalist society. You know, spiritual growth and economic development. You go and you gravitate and you spend your dollar and you when you spend your dollar you spend your energy. When you place your energy and your spirituality in the hands of someone who doesn't have the to control your psychology and to, to control your reality. So this homosexuality and this lesbianism and all of these things that are happening, well, we give validation to it uh, with our actions, not with our speech. If, if uh, a young woman is not worried about her daughter going out there getting pregnant because she's, she's a lesbian, who stands to make a capital gain? And this thing is getting endorsed and almost like a silent edict went out where you can't say anything against this. They, they're speaking like this is civil rights and human rights, and they're speaking in this oh, as like this. Like this to Inquisition, not even civil rights. Right. Right. So, like, right. So, they're looking at straight people like, what's wrong with y'all? What's your problem? Yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in here, I'm in Washington State, and it's a miracle to see a black man, black woman, and black child. It's a miracle. Wow. It's a miracle to see that. Wow. So it starts with your psychology. It starts with your, your cultural identity and your awareness. And what they do to these young brothers in the military, man, that's, that's a, a whole nother get offline and, and, and get into this military mind. They really, really destroy and defeat this black man, woman and child, and this military, and then this police force, and all of these these forces that, that's not working in our favor. They really destroy them. And I'm not telling I'm not speaking to you as somebody who's on the outside, somebody who's on the inside. Mm-hmm. And had it not been for my foundation, and had it not been for my culture, and had it, for it not been for the things that I learned and what my mother put in my crib, you know what I mean? But everybody was getting skateboards, I was getting Malcolm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you had were, I not you were fortified. Had those right. Exactly. Right. You, you were fortified from the youth. Like, right. I have to give praise and props to my my Umi, my mama, my father, my right. my. Uh, a biological and my stepfather's Dr. Stavey, you know what I'm saying, Brother Samaj, all of the uh, father figures that we had coming up because they solidified and fortified us with uh, a. They gave it's almost like they gave us a day live glasses, actually see the matrix and know what this thing was, so we could protect ourselves. Right. Now I'm not saying that as teenagers. That made us model citizens, and we were all puritanical and all of that. No, I didn't say that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had to understand warfare. We had to, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we went into that war. 
you know. <laughs> right. But I knew that there was a war. I felt instinctively I was born in 75, but I, when I was born into this existence, I knew that I was directly at war. I, we was born in the Bronx. I knew that the Bronx was a war zone. I knew that the, the brothers, my uncle and my father and his friends, coming out of that Panther civil rights era, I knew that they was under attack because of that era. And there was an open war declared on them in the 70s and the late 60s, and the Europeans were carrying out that war all the way into the 80s. I knew that there was an open declared war on white European males in New York City in the 80s by black men. People don't talk about these things. There was an open war. There was a, there was, the things that they used to do to these people that you, if you go into regentrified neighborhoods right now, like if they froze one of the dudes from the 80s and melted them right now, they would die of a heart attack from the things that they've seen because right. there was no such thing as what you see now going on in the 80s when our brothers knew that they was at war with the European or the Caucasian male, and he was basically making it very uncomfortable for him to live in New York City because there was a war. People like, oh, you know, you'll have people think that, oh, they were just taking advantage and it was crime-ridden. No, there was a war going on right there. Right. There was a war. Black men was fighting for their existence. And they was, they was setting it off, and they was keeping it real funky when it came to the Europeans in, in New York City and Manhattan and Brooklyn and all of those places. Them people, the, and then when you walk into Bed-Stuy now, and you go into Flatbush, and you go into the, in Harlem, and the, just the way that they're, because the brother broke it down earlier, that when they invade, when, when they break the black man, when they, when, they, when they topple him, get him out of the way, and they make the moves on the mother, they make the moves on the child, then they make the moves and separate the family, the next move is that the gentry moves into your kingdom. If the gentry comes into your neighborhood or to your community, that's called regentrification. Gentry is the Roman soldiers. That's when they come into your neighborhood, once you fell. They couldn't come into Harlem in the 80s. Are you serious? They couldn't even come in into the 90s until the work was finished. That's why it's not a Harlem thing. Where has it happened? Everywhere with crackhead, everywhere where um, all of, where, 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 where our, civil, our culture got plundered, and, and our civilization and humanity got plundered because of the crack wars and the dope and all of the other things. That's the, that's where the regentrification is taking place. What are they doing? They're declaring financial and economic warfare. You can't even afford the damn bagel, B. Right. The, the trap house is a coffee house, and you can't even, you could have, you, you was able to afford the stuff that was in the trap house. You can't even afford the coffee that they built in there. And they are pricing you out of your neighborhood. You can't even you you can't even afford to live there anymore. Harlem is gone. Brooklyn is gone. New York City is gone. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. It's done. Like it's it's out of here. That's because that that's been taken off. Harlem has the scientist the Scientology building is right there at the National Black Theater. Anybody that's going in the National Black Theater, there's a Scientology humongous um, office right there. They got another building down the block on 125th Street when you go into the FDR. The Rosicrucians opened up a huge office space right there in Harlem. The, the, the um, Church of Mormon, Latter-day Christ and Jesus Saints, they have a castle across the street from Mile 7 in Harlem right there on Malcolm X and 128th Street. So they're all in the hood right now. This is something that you would have never saw 10 years ago. they all in, all up in your face. And they were recruiting our people at an exorbitant rate. 
My last comment I'm going to say is that if, if our brothers and sisters in the community and, and on this call are not paying attention, if we don't take ownership, if we don't uh, take a, a stance and use every outlet to to convey this truth to our people, uh, our future generations will see this. This this is uh, who they're going to see uh, 100 years from now. Our, our baby's coming up. This is this is the new black man, woman, and child that they're going to show, who they're going to promote. This is who they're going to be celebrating on Black History Month. So we, we have a, yeah. a duty, we yeah. have an obligation to uh, reshape this reality and change this reality because we are the changes of reality because we are original. It's our responsibility. <laughs> the elder said it earlier, we waiting for some who who is qualified? Nobody else. Nobody else. We are the ones. We are who we've been waiting for, family. And we tune in on Tuesday and Friday to hear about this something that may have miraculously happened. You know, people tune in maybe to hear if there was a spacecraft that landed or maybe that there was just some group that miraculously rose up and, and now black people are winning. And it's like, uh, nah, that's not what it is. Like, there's no rapper that's going to make an album or a song that's going to change this. There isn't even a movie that's going to be made that's going to change this around. It's going to start with the people that are on this phone line. There are other blog talk shows that have people on the line. There's other brothers and sisters sitting around right now with this information and this knowledge inside of them. They're the illuminated ones. We are the ones that are qualified. That's why we even came back. We This, this is in your contract. This is in your contract. You wrote this. This is in the numbers of your name. This is all in your, your DNA and your, your tree of life and your book of Eli. This is your job to come together as a pantheon of gods and goddesses, as a network, and we have to mobilize and, and move as a nation and build. We have been given many tools to utilize, many opportunities, and everything that we are being presented as, that we see as a challenge, is only an opportunity for us to shine and to uplift our fallen race. And it's, it's, it's not hard, but we got work to do. And two, two, two dudes from New York can't do it on their own. Red and blue, we can't carry this thing on our own. This is about, at this point, it is reaching an extinction level. So all hands have to come onto the deck. All hands on deck. You know what I mean? All hands on deck. This is a monumental tax that we have to take, but the rewards for doing the work, because doing the work while this whole thing was falling apart, doing the work while this thing was going to batshit, the biggest reward. You are being, you know, don't 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 think that you're not being watched. Like the brother came on earlier, like the elder came on and said, don't think that you're not being watched, and everything that we are doing is not being recorded in the annals or the annals of history. It's still, it's, it's, it's all out there. So we just got to do the work. You know, we got to do the work. The radio show is the gathering, but it's not the work. We got we have to come together. That's why we give out the email for everybody to call at us and send us your contacts so we could build up this network and really get this thing going. There's millions of us out there. We just are fractured because of these damn knuckleheads running around with their egos and other things. They fractured the community, so now it's split up in about, 30 different uh, uh, fractals. So the job is to put it back together. For those who don't want to come back together and won't make it back together, that's all good. They're just not part of the whole. But this is Voltron. we got to form. we got to come together. 
So I'm not going to talk off everybody's head because we do have a few more callers. But um, I want to say um, thank you, caller. Yeah, I'm here, Doc. Oh, yes. I just wanted to thank you for calling in and sharing that wisdom with us. I look forward to building with you offline. You know what I mean? I want to interview you. You know what I'm saying? I want to bring you back on the show and definitely interview you about that uh, that trip to Germany and um, some of the things that were surrounding that. Right. So, I mean, you got my mask, so, you know, reach out. If, if, if not, then just hit Rob. Me and Rob build every day, almost. You, okay, you the 253 number? Yeah. Wasn't True Master on that trip with you? Yeah, True Master was there as well. And that was your Umi that was on the trip as well in the presentation, correct? And that was me on the intro, so, you know, you could attest it, the physical to the voice. And that was your, was that your mother as well? Right, that was my mother and my, my family was there. Okay, I want to definitely send condolences to the family and to you, brother. Your mother as well, she was uh, deaf, she... she she blew me away with that presentation. You know, y'all caught her thirty-five years in in the running. <laughs> she was doing this work in the eighties. Uh, in the eighties, no uh, I, I was born in the epidemic was in its highest, and and she was going to the the, the research institute. This 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 uh, black woman with seven children. Uh, mm. This was her own own income. She ain't worked nowhere else. So she was making this happen off of the community by taking care of the community, dealing with everything from the common cold to AIDS. You feel me? Mike is here because she is. So I know I got a duty and responsibility, and I'm not shrugging it. So y'all ain't in this fight alone. You see, you got... Uh, We don't... And there's never... There's never been a day where I really ever felt alone. I'm going to just keep it real with you, brother. Like, I've had a lot of trials and tribulations, some that people won't even believe. You know what I mean? Like, I've had a lot of weight on my shoulders, but I've, I, I, I didn't buckle because I never felt alone. You know what I mean? I see. I know that there's an invisible army. I feel it. Feel me? And, I, and, I've show, and, and the great divine speaks through signs, and it's shown me on many occasions. So I want to help you tell her story. We we definitely need to get that story out of, you know, the work that your mother did, you know what I'm saying? And um, we do have to build further about that trip. I want to shout out to Brother True Master. You know, he has his trials and tribulations that he's been going through. If the family right. is not aware of it, they had my the brother still on Rikers Island. He's been incarcerated for about four years now on a right. trumped-up charge. And because he stood on his squares or more, they uh, and he also made the newspapers as a result of that, and he also escaped police custody one time. You know, they've been railroading our brother, putting him in psychiatric facilities, putting him in isolation and solitary confinement and whatnot. So that brother's a prisoner of war. He's a Moor who's a prisoner of war. And, we, and this is true math of the Wu-Tang Clan. This is a legend family. And his brother was going, he went to Al-Andalus, he went to um, Spain, he went to uh, Germany. He was a global citizen. He was traveling the world, doing the research, bringing his camera with him, uh, breaking the codes and whatnot. So uh, we got to be there for him. 
you know, and I don't know if everybody's there for him right now, and it, it does hurt me. I was talking to A. Rashid about it the other night, that we need to be right. take a more concerted effort to, you know, make sure our brother's in good health and he's taken care of, you know, because what use is doing all of this work is that when you fall, you know what I mean, or you take a hit or a temporary fall and whatnot, that nobody is there for you. Like, you know, Boozy, Boozy Badass was in, in, in locked up, you know what I mean? And the whole world was waiting for his ass to come home. So we got right. our brother True Math behind the wall. We should treat him like royalty because he, he does the work. So I want to say thank you for the call. We're going to get to like one or two more callers before we call it a night. And um, definitely salute. You You have the, you're the 253 number, correct? Right. All right, brother. Without, hold your head, man, and thank you for that information. That's all good, brother. It's my duty, man. Keep, keep no it doubt. pushing. Yes, indeed. Hold up. Peace. All right, call it from the 202. I don't know if we opened up your line already. 202733. Peace. Peace, peace. Uh, I just wanted, I wanted to be a part of history tonight. <laughs> yeah, thank you. This, is a, this is an epic show, man, for real. Uh, this is Constantine Love down in Florida. Peace to the God. Peace yeah, to peace, Florida, peace man. out. Yeah. Monumental show, man. Um, that's all I really have to say. I was really, you know, kind of swept off my feet tonight because I'm just, uh, you know, in the lab right now. But um, I wanted to see what was going down. And uh, like I said, man, I just want to be a part of history for real. And there's a, there's a good, there's a lot of momentum too because the uh, at the beginning of the show, the thing that really stuck out was uh KTL empowerment, you know, and the whole the whole network thing. And uh I can feel that thing's gonna be real powerful. And uh after actually conversing uh with uh with your team today, I was uh really compelled just to go ahead and um you know, attack that like a hundred percent. Because um I'm seeing I, I caught the trend majorly, you know, instead of just just taking a glance at it. Um, yeah, it definitely is a wave, and it's a uh, it's something, man. That's just gonna it can be so beneficial if everyone can just throw a oh, little bit of something yeah. that way, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. Um, this is uh, a journey that we are embarking upon. That, you know, we've been on the air for five years, but I finally feel like we found our way. Yeah. You know, and, by, and, and, and by all means, you know, in all due time, because, you know, we've exhibited different phases on this program, but um, this new phase of the empowerment and the network marketing and the affiliate marketing and the tech sector research and... um you know, just the power of opening up these emails, the, the Cyber Book Club, KCL University, you know, and just seeing that, that the family is, is benefiting off of the information and where we're about to take this, they're benefiting off of becoming financially rewarded by just becoming part of a network. You know what I mean? Like, 
if, if anybody yeah. understands Matrix, it's nothing but just giving up a dollar seventy-five at first, and then utilizing, you know, the right decisions to climb a ladder. You can't really ask for much more. You know, you're waking uh, you up to paper. And it's and, um, um, I'm seeing a major trend though because I'm seeing you know big companies that are breaking off you know creating other types of companies like that and um, you can just see like everything's going to become like tribal in a way you know well and uh, it's tribal it's tribal but it's also network you know it's the yeah, tribal yeah yeah network. yeah yeah that's a, that's exactly what I mean. Have, have been introduced to when we study Aboriginal and when we get into the whole thing, how the, the, the government was set up via tribes, clan mothers, you know, networks and things of that nature, and, you mm-hmm. know, people digging up the Aboriginal. Well, that's actually taking form in the, in the digital realm, in the cyberspace realm, but in a, if you don't know what you're looking at or how to look at it because they renamed it, and they, they, you know, they gave it, uh, 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 you know, they almost redirected it in a certain way, but it's still the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's simple yeah. when you break down to it to to the to the binary code. It's the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. I built yeah. these new tribes, like you said, and connecting the networks. The KPL is a network, but Abundance Child is a network, and Nikki Love is True. a network. The Amin Ra Squad is a network. And Sinetta TV and House of Consciousness is a network. And what A. Rashid is doing and what Valentine is doing and what Polite is doing with New Covenant and what Sarah Sue and Seti is doing or what Umar is doing and what the Moonies are doing. You know what I mean? Like, I could go on forever. So we're talking That's about like the Yankees. <laughs> huh? I said, you, you, you sound, it sounds like the Yankees, like the Yankees, Power Squad, you know? Like the X the Yankees. Yeah. So you, you, you naming all the names like naming the X Men. Oh, the X. Um, I mean, you know, it's in the it's in the song, it's in the intro. You know, the Yankees. Yeah. It, it is the X Men. You know what I'm saying? It is the X Men. Definitely the uncanny X Men. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, those represent networks, and. The networks exist amongst them, within themselves. They're powerful as they are, but the power in the networks, and then we're talking Nation of Islam, UNIA, Pan-African, you know what I mean? Like you go into the bigger networks, and when you connect yeah. those networks under the, under the, um, the, when you connect those networks under the, the rule or the law of both network marketing, affiliate marketing, the fact that there are over 100-plus authors that are coming out of those different networks who all have uh, products. You have health and wellness, which is a billion-dollar industry, you, a trillion-dollar industry. I'm sorry. Pardon me. You have jewelry and ancient sacred stones and whatnot, multi-billion-dollar industry, clothing, um, intellectual property, the, the different scripts that are being written, the different you know uh, um, songs and albums and stuff like that. Exactly. You're talking yeah. about, um, you, you know what I mean? You, you see where I'm going with it? Yeah. You're talking yeah. about Digital a ultra, multinational government forming in the in the in the, in the cyber world and nodes and whatnot forming as a worldwide as a web 
strengthening itself. And let's just say, and I'm going to go back to a concept that I introduced on Tuesday's show. Let's say that we all got our smartphones. We all belong to a network. Our network is one million deep. The same way that you got Twitter followers and all of that, I'm not going to give up all Mm -hmm. the information on this idea, but you got a, a million on your network. To be a part of the network, there's an agreement that you make to be a part of the network that you are going to support all of the endeavors that, that are presented in the network as, as a part of the network, the same way like you got the church and they pass the plate around, you pay your tithes as part of the church, or you pay your union, your union dues as part of the union. So let's say how we all used to gather on Sundays for lectures, but now we used to gather on Sundays for the KCL Empowerment um, Seminars. Mm-hmm. And it's all on your phone because everything is going mobile. Right, right, right. And there's one million of us. And we're utilizing um, PayPal systems such as like Google Wallet or we got Bitcoin where you got Bitcoins on your phone now. Your phone is your wallet. So you got bread in your pocket, but also on your phone you got $100 in your PayPal credit or $10 in your Bitcoin. And we all oh, agree... If someone does a presentation via Shark Tank style, that we are all going to support that person with a dollar. Most definitely. That's your network right there. Most definitely, all day. I'll go further and in more detail, but at this point, we're not going to do that. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just going to the power of what we're we're embarking upon. This is it. This is this is how you change everything. And no, that's on it. That's on it. That's on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think That's we're going to do the show today where we're going to do Here Comes the Boom, the first installation of the tech 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 shit. But we got we to gotta really open up our eyes to what's in our hands right now. You know, that's what that, it is. That's the that's stuff. What it is yeah. yeah, that's what makes me sleep easy at night, knowing that, like Sister asks, what can we do? Come together. Just come together under common causes. You know, I love my people. You know what I mean? I love my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm compelled to do whatever it takes at this point. I'm talking about whatever it takes. You mm-hmm. feel me? I'm at my, I'm on my yeah. Malcolm window with the, with the, with the AK. Like, by any means, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for real. <laughs> mhm. Because I know that all of this is not even real. But there's an aspect of it that is real because it's being go, it's going to go, like you said, in, in 10, 20 years from now, they're going to change who the heroes are of today. They're going to give you a manufactured version of some homogenized, you know what I'm saying, a feminized and broken down version of what was going on out here. You, you can see how they whitewashing shit from five years ago and they changing up the history and that. So you can imagine what they're going to do when this shit is completely... You know, uh, uh, 3D digital. Yeah. Yeah. Just just the stories y'all share, because I'm very far from the city. And so, like, what y'all share about uh, Harlem, Brooklyn, et cetera, that's just, like, it's mind-blowing to me. Son, watched up. That's crazy. That's crazy. There's energy out there. I see. I I, 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 I peep Miami. Miami, I mean, is just, I don't even get it. But um, but that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. There's a, don't don't get it twisted. Like Brooklyn has an energy that you know there's a, there's a powerful energy in BK. There's a powerful energy lingering somewhere in Harlem. You know there's a powerful energy in New York. Period. 
there's this there's this potential type of energy. There's this kind of cosmopolitan melting pot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this energy that I don't even know. Like you know, people haven't even tapped into it as of yet. It's a powerful energy. Right. <laughs> but you know, it's almost like that chaos that an order could come out of, but you just don't know what it is. It's the unseen. Like you got to go into the dark, the triple darkness. You don't know if some, something might nibble on your foot. You know what I mean? You don't know if you get scratched yeah. on your back. You don't know what's out yeah. there, but it's out there. Like, you know, I went to a, um, a gathering in Brooklyn, Afropunk, and I went to an excellent out there. Mm-hmm. But the deterioration phase that we're going through now, that, you know, the conversation on the IRT or subway line the IQ level of the conversation of black men is, is like that of a fucking ant. You know what I mean? Not even an ant, because ants are like deep, like a slug. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Talk when they, when they have conversations and you're just gauging, like, what is the sphere of their influence and where their mind's at, their IQ, their right. intellectual, the shit is at almost like at five. Right. Brothers and sisters. When you look in their eyes, you know they say that the, the eyes are the windows to the soul. When I look in my brother's and my sister's eyeballs, what I'm seeing is startling me. Mm-hmm. People have fallen to a degree and a level that, I, 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 you know, you can read about it, but when you see this shit, can you handle it? You know, but on the, on the, on the end of that, you know what I'm saying, on the wings of that, you know, you got our brothers and sisters. You know, I met a young, I met a four-year-old at the Morris class who was who was straight schooling me. <laughs> he was taking me to school. My six-year-old takes me to school. My six-month year, our uh, six-month wisdom, my daughter. She can't even talk, and she takes me to school. You feel me? Just by looking mm-hmm. at me. So. At the end of the day, you know, what we see seeing outside of ourselves is not a reflection of who we are. Right. You know, it goes back to what yeah. I was saying before. Whenever something is rising at an exponential rate, consciousness is growing at an exponential rate. It's reaching corners of the planet that you never even knew existed. So whenever something True. is rising at an exponential rate, something is also falling at an exponential rate. We have to be able to divide the two. This is 12 years a slave. This is Solomon Northrup, who was, he, he was not a slave because he was born free, correct? Yeah. He wasn't a slave. He was a prisoner of war. He got trapped. He got, mm-hmm. he got like, if we got locked up, like, if, if, if somebody drugged you and then you woke up on a crime scene and they put you in jail, that's what happened to him. He wasn't a slave. Right. That's the problem with what with, with they're doing with history. Our people were not slaves. The same way that they're mm-hmm. gonna say a hundred years from now, do you pull over on the road when you see niggas on the side of the road picking up um, garbage with white men with shotguns near them? No, you keep it pushing, you go about your pursuit of happiness, and you carry on in life. That is narrative to what is going on in those days. Those people were prisoners of war. That that was not all of us. We were carrying on with our lives in pursuit of happiness and doing other things. It's too many. We have black. Yeah, the Brutish Moors, the British Moors, that they call them British, the Brutish Moors, we had our own people enslaving us, and they had white slaves. That was called the indigenous server who came over here from the Eastern and Western Europeans. They were enslaved. They were the ones on the plantation. That's the problem with us. 
So we're living out in this in this false reality, this false matrix. Niggas that have it, they adapted false identity. That label, that Negro, black, and colored, and all of that. Those are identities, those are spells, those are labels that you will carry out the behaviors in the mind state, and the in the in the you will become savage like if you carry out. You know, if you attach yourself to certain kind of labels. And that's all you identify with. You don't belong to no nation. And when they give you your past, you your past is only a three hundred year history. Like you really you really agree that they created yeah. you on the yeah. patients, those labs and whatnot. Right. When they were mixing um royal blood with the blood of people who were not royal and other European and all that other that that, that, that mixture that took place when they basically conquered our kingdom through the woman clan, through the when they conquered the black woman. Mm-hmm. So so that war mm-hmm. has been perpetually going on. It's not slavery. It's prisoner of war because it was a war. So that war is still being perpetuated to this day. And it, 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 it's a 600, the same way that the Moors was fighting for 800 years over in Europe. It's a 600, 700-year conflict, and they are slowly, you know, you know how when you're in a war and people take certain kind of steps, it's like playing chess and check because you're moving towards the queen. Right. So, I got to um, make this quick and <laughs> bomb. commercial real quick, brother. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I ain't even, uh, hold on, let me do air horn. <laughs> <laughs> Family, we still got that 20 for 20 deal going on. Um, now I can't even sell this stuff. It should be able to sell itself. These are books that you will not find in Barnes and Nobles and on Amazon and stuff like that. We have a plethora. We have a cyber library. We have we have an abundance of titles. We have 20 different folders. In each one of these folders, we have about 30 different books. We have a folder on alchemy. Um, just a quick rundown of some of the books in there. Uh, a lexicon of alchemy. Um, uh, alchem- alchemical properties of food, alchemy, encyclopedia of occultism, ancient alchemy, ancient and modern, alchemy of bibliography, 18th century chemical terms, 17th century allegorical alchemical poem. Like, you could be a boss. If you're really about that study life and you're about your knowledge, then you will take advantage of this deal. 20 for 20 at KTL Empowerment at Gmail. You send me your email and we send you the list. And you hit up the PayPal and you get your books. Very easy. We got Astral Projection and Out of Body Experience. That's one of the folders. A complete guide to Astral Projection. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.